live from the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Happy Monday evening, all you ladies and gentlemen and everything in between out there. Um, welcome to the live edition of the Break the Bell Podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. You always look so confused when I say that. Well, yeah, yeah. The first time you really threw me, this time I, I, I wasn't caught off the guard. <laughs> you, just, you just don't know it, how to respond yeah, still. Yeah. It is. I mean, i got to cover all our audience bases. I, yeah, I don't no, know I who else out there. We might yeah. have, like, dogs and animals. and Sure. And, I mean, people cuddled up with their pet cows listening to us. Absolutely. I mean, people, that, that, there are people, they're official, like, they, they're professional cow cuddlers. And that is true. So yes. you, we can't just assume. It's a large that, demographic. That it's just ladies and gentlemen. we gotta sure. we got to account for... The cow people and the yes. the dog people and yes. is there cat people? You're a cat person. No, I'm really not a cat. person. You have a cat. I do have a cat, but and I'm not a cat person. That thing. I do not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh man. No. I'm not a cat that, person. The cat either. uses me. The cat uses me. How does the cat use you? It only wants me to let her out and then give her food. She doesn't care about me any other time. Mm. Yeah. There, there was a, a quote from a movie. Um, the guy said, uh, "He said, do you know the cats." Make over what was it? Over twenty thousand different sounds, and dogs only make like ten. Really? Yeah. He's like, so you can't you can't trust fucking cats because no. they're always they have their own fucking language. Exactly. It's like they're men and their women shit up there. Exactly. Exactly. And like they're saying something different every damn yeah. time, and you're supposed to figure out what they're what they're trying to say. Yeah. Exactly. But you say something to a woman, she's like, "Well, what is that supposed to mean?" <laughs> Exactly what I said. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there, there's did, no there's no hidden pretense there. <laughs> exactly. Um, just like dogs and cats. How did we get here? I don't like, know. The, the the behavioral science of uh, canines and, uh, and, and felines. felines. Yes. <laughs> Versus men and women yes. and whatever. Yes. So other tune genders. into our relationship show. That comes in. <laughs> <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Hey, we've decided to start a new segment of our podcast called. Bill and Craig talk relationships. <laughs> so call in and we'll give you our advice. Do everything we tell do nothing we tell you to and everything we don't tell you to and you might survive yeah, exactly. relationships. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there? Um, it is once again Monday night. It's our wow. favorite time of the week <clears throat> until my my voice gives out. One minute into the show, yeah. I did two shows last night. I know. Yesterday. You, you got a, a bug up your ass, and you're like, I did. I'm doing a bonus episode. I I'm did. Like, really? We did the weekend wrap up yeah. for over an hour, and then um, some shit popped up on Jeffrey Epstein. And I was like, wow, I really wish that would have been around for our weekly wrap up. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I haven't um, released bonus content in a couple weeks. So I really owe it to all our Patreons out there. So I'm going to do a bonus episode. And by the time I was done, man, I could. I could barely talk yeah. afterwards. And then we get a two and a half, two plus two and a half hour episode today. So yeah. after these two days, I'll probably like be. You'll be done. Like have no voice for the rest of the week. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure you'll have some uh, guest appearances at the end of the week. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's another week. It's another Monday. Yeah, um, we got, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, we're talking today about the. The debt ceiling. I, yes. I called it in the title the glass te- debt ceiling because it ke- keeps 
tends to keep getting shattered. What, like yeah. every two or three years? Right, they're like, yeah. oh, this is it. This is the cap. Yeah. We're putting it on it right here. Yeah. And then two years down the road, oh, we got we yeah. got this crisis. We got to avert. We can't pay our bills. Yeah. And um, do you want us to go into economic recession right. because we can't pay our bills? We got to raise this debt ceiling. Yeah. And so it crashes through and raises up a little more. Yeah. And, and as we'll talk about, you know, it's it's become so much more than that. You know, it's become this political football. It, it really has. I mean, it goes back and forth like as the um, political sides change between who's in control. Mm-hmm. The other side's like, well, we got to raise this. And the one side's like, nope, nope, you're not going to raise this unless you bend to some of my right. wishes. Yeah, right, right. And nobody really gives two shits no. on either side about yeah. um, fiscal, fiscal responsibility. responsibility. Yeah, yeah they, exactly. They really don't care. <laughs> they, don't, they don't give a shit at all. And so they just keep um, bumping that up, bumping the debt up. And yeah. they're just like, well, we got to pay our bills. Yeah. But then, but it's like By, then like we're just going to print more. Bills. We're just going to print more money and <laughs> to pay those bills. But we got to raise that debt ceiling. Yeah. So then we got to make more bills to pay for those bills, and then we got to take on more credit to get yeah. more money to pay those bills that we accrued to pay those bills. It only works in the federal or in the government. I'm not going to yeah. say just the federal, but. Only works in the government. Yeah, it doesn't work in real life. Here in the real world, that's not how <laughs> life works. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, you see people that uh, like continually um, pay off credit cards with credit cards or yeah. ref, um, go in and trade in their car for a new, yeah. a new model and just keep acquiring debt on top yeah. of debt on top of debt. But it's still uh, there's still a limit to that right. in the real world. Yeah. Like there's this thing called um, – debt to income ratio mm-hmm. that the banks that lend us money really adhere right. to pretty strictly. Yeah. And it does not seem, and we're going to get into all the shit, but it doesn't seem like the government applies right. debt to income ratio no. when it comes to no. taking on debt. That's <laughs> no. why we've been in yeah. basically ahead of deficit since 1970. Yeah. So. Right. And, and the math, they never quite get the math to, to balance out. No. Uh, we're going to, we're going to raise uh, taxes on the uh, top uh, 1% and that will cover uh, everything we need because this infrastructure bill is going to cost zero dollars. Zero dollars. Even though it's three point. Five trillion dollars. Yeah, I got all that stuff on the docket for tonight yeah. because it all applies. It, it does. All, it all fits right into and, this. And package. you know the fucked up part is if we, if you and I were to just go print our own money, we would have to go to jail. It's a federal offense. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, I only mean, that, the government can print their own money <laughs> to pay off um, debt that they shouldn't be taking yeah. on in the first place. So we're gonna get into that. Before we do, we got to mention our coffee fix of freedom because. What would the world be like without free, not free coffee, but yeah. coffee for your freedom? That I don't want people to mix up. When we say coffee fix of freedom, we're not saying it's free coffee no. because nothing's no. free. Yeah. Um, nothing that's good in life is free. That's if right. you want communist coffee, go to the gas station and buy your fucking coffee or yeah. get your free and, and, freebie and you, coffee. You get what you what you buy. I worked at I worked I worked at a factory. My dad still works there. Um, when I was first out of high school, okay. my first summer out of high school, I went. He got me a job there for the summer, and I worked there for three months, and that was all I could handle. Mm-hmm. But they had free coffee there that you could go. You could fill up this shit as oh, much yeah. as you wanted. Yeah. But this was like coffee syrup. It was like it was like fountain coffee. So they okay. had like a, a syrup that they mixed hot water with. And yeah. made this. I mean, this was the most fucking awful coffee that i've ever tasted like you literally felt sick after drinking there was one huh. one day i was drinking i mean it tasted gross and i'm just like well i'll deal with gross coffee but 
like all afternoon I felt like really sick. And I was like, yeah. man, I really don't feel good. I, it turned out it was this garbage coffee. I believe and that it. is communist coffee in a nutshell. Yes. So if you don't want communist, disgusting garbage coffee, yeah. go spend a couple dollars. Go visit our friends at Run Your Mouth Coffee. They have coffee of freedom, coffee of the free markets, because that's where the shit flourishes. That's right. Is in the free markets. Yeah. RYMCoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL. It's all one word, um, no spaces, nothing like that. Break the bell. Uh, you'll get 10% off your, your first order plus free shipping. Yes. And we like that shit. So go do that. Support our friends. Support us. Businesses that support your free speech and constitutional rights and all that fun shit. And Absolutely. don't support communist coffee. Dude, no. Stay away from the communist shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into this episode if we got nothing further besides yeah. telling them to share the shit all over. Absolutely. Make sure you smack that share, that like button. You can support us. I, I started to say I recorded that bonus episode Yeah. Um, about up. Updates on the Jeffrey Epstein case, even though he's dead, even though yeah. he didn't kill himself, but he's dead. Um, there's still a bunch of updates that happened in, within the last month on yeah. this case. Really shocking stuff. Yeah, that I, I hadn't even really yeah. <laughs> seen in the, the mainstream media. It's just all being kind of brushed over. So if you want to hear that episode and hear me talking about that and covering some of those updates, you can support us on patreon.com slash break the bell um, and get access to all those bonus episodes. And then... Um, Get get some extra shit too along the way. So patreon.com slash break the bell. Support us a little more than um what you're already doing by listening and sharing us all over, which is what we enjoy the best. That's that's our favorite support. Absolutely. Is, is people just freaking listening. We don't obviously don't do this for the money. <laughs> or um we'd be working a lot harder right. to do yeah. it. Um but it does help us do bigger and better things, even your financial support. Just sharing us around helps us do bigger and better things. Just all, any any form of support you can help us with is great, and we love you all for it. So um, check us out if you want. If not, just keep listening to us the way you have, and mm. we'll be happy about that too. Definitely. You ready to get into this intro video? Let's do it. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about that glass debt ceiling. We'll be right back. What did you say? <laughs> You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You didn't to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Get this shit going. Let's do it. It's big. It's big. It's bigly. 
something that I even questioned you, like, should we take on this this topic yeah. of the debt ceiling? Because we don't understand, yeah, like all of government finances. We're not economists, right? We're not like we're not in the stock market or anything yes. like that. We're, I, we're not good at math. We're not good. <laughs> yeah. At the most basic level, we suck at math. So you can tell where this whole thing's going to go for us because we're going to yeah. be like, that doesn't add up at all. Yeah. And then you guys will be like, actually, if you do the math, it yeah. actually well, literally 60% does. 60% of this is this and 60% of this is that and 60%. And, and if you do that. <laughs> well, that, that seems to be how the government does yeah. math. So we might as well do it that way, That's too. True. Because then it'll keep in true spirit with yeah. how maybe – We'll be able to understand that. That's more. true. Maybe we'll be able to see it from their point. <laughs> yeah, I don't see it from their point. I, don't I, I just don't. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but we are going to try to tackle this debt ceiling well, topic. For, as, for them, it's easy enough. It's like, you know, it's easy to pay, spend someone else's money. Oh, yeah. It's always <laughs> easier to spend somebody else's yeah. money. Once you're spending it, your own money, then then you start doing the math a little yeah. more. It's like, well, does this add up? Right. I mean, my kids do this all the time. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, well, um, I, I really want this pair of shoes. They're only like $62. And I'm like, um, how many weeks of $5 allowance is that? Yeah. Do that math. And they're like, uh. Yeah. I'm like, that's like 12 and a half weeks of allowance. Yeah. They're like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes a big difference yeah. when you're um, spending your own damn money. Yeah, so. right, right. Nice try. <laughs> My daughter always gets pissed because I, I'm always like, how much money you got? Whenever she says, and she's like, well, well, um. I'm going to do chores for an allowance. Oh, that whole $5? Yeah, that, right. That's not going to get you far. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Well, <laughs> that's true. don't ask the question then. Yeah. You, you feel that, you know, it, it's hard to explain that initial paycheck you get when you first start working. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, wow. And then you look at it, how much tax they took out. And you're like, shit. What? what, what wait. Why? Why? <laughs> Who's FICA? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why does FICA get so much? Why does FICA get 20 some Why percent am I my... giving money to Social Security? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to tackle this as best as we possibly can yes. in our limited knowledge. But I, th- I, I think we'll be able to do an okay I, job. Because I think, will, I think yeah. most people are probably the same laymen in this, <laughs> yes. in this conversation, just yes. like we are. So they're. In the same boat we are. Right. Um, but I feel because of that, people probably aren't really looking into it as much because they're like, I don't fucking know about right, government right. debt. I just know a lot does not equal zero. I mean, right. I think yeah. a lot of people can yeah. come to that conclusion. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think if anybody could write out the, the $3.5 trillion in actual zeros and look at it and be like, and that's zero? Huh. <laughs> Interesting. I got a graphic that kind of portrays that coming up, so you'll get to see because I did read an article that's like if if you if you think about it, three trillion dollars isn't that much money. But then if you look at it in like just dots of billions, it's yeah. a lot of dots. And that's yeah. the number of billions. And billions of a billion dollars is a is more than I can comprehend. Oh yeah. But think of and unimaginable amount of billions mm-hmm. and that's when you get three trillion yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um yeah so let, let's talk about how why why we're talking about this i guess what's yes. going on with this debt ceiling it, it seems to be a topic that comes around like we said every couple of years mm-hmm. um there's some some big instances like 2011 was a big yeah. one yeah. or you always hear oh we're gonna default on our our loans right. or they're gonna our downgrade payments. our credit rating well, maybe you should downgrade your. Mm-hmm. Because right. You know what happens when your credit rating gets downgraded? Yeah, 
they limit how much you can borrow. Right. So maybe our credit rating should be downgraded. Yeah. And yes, I, I do understand that that could cause some economic issues. But as we talked about last week, the economy has been manipulated so much that we mm-hmm. set ourselves up for like failure instances here. Yeah. And then they they set it up, they manufacture it so the government has to keep like coming to you with their hands out and be mm-hmm. like, well, well, obviously you don't want the economy to crash, so right. give me more money. Yeah. Give me more money. Don't you and, want to keep the government running? Yeah, and it's like <laughs> no, if you didn't no, manufacture the this artificial um, economic yeah. scenario, right. then we wouldn't be in this situation in yeah. the first place. Yeah. So, like I said, every couple of years this comes up where Congress is like, oh, shit, we, we're out of money again. We mm-hmm. got to raise this up so we can borrow more money to pay for the money that we already borrowed. Yeah. So let's get into this first article from CBS News that says, what's going on with the debt ceiling? And Debt ceiling is as loosely describing this right. as possible because I don't know about you, but my ceiling here, you can't too easily just like jack it up and raise yeah. it higher. Right, right. yeah. So um, debt ceiling to me is, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's subjective. It's very subjective. Yeah. It's clearly subjective. So... Um, let me pull this article up so everybody can see it. If I can find my damn buttons. Here we go. What's going on with the debt ceiling? It says the U.S. was careening towards its first ever default in the absence of a deal to raise or suspend the na- nation's debt limit, allowing the Treasury to borrow more money to pay its debt. But it appears what most agree would be a crisis is on the verge of being averted in the short term. So... This was coming up October 18th, I think, yeah. was the deadline, and there, the Republicans were like, no, no, you, you got to make some cut, yeah. do some budget cuts here. Yeah. Um, we're not going to play ball with this. Well, they worked out some short-term deal that pushed it back to like mid-December, end of December, something in the—I yeah. think it's like the 29th. So <laughs> while we're all like getting over Christmas, going right. into New Year's, we're go- going to be hearing about this. That, that's usually how they do it. They like to stack the big stuff up against Christmas. Well, the reason is probably because none of them want to come back mm-hmm. and deal with that between Christmas and New Year's. So they probably feel like, we'll be able to keep this shit running, and people just be like, whatever, fuck it, I'm yeah, right, hungover, right. I want to. I have a New Year's Eve party I yeah. want to go to and get I more. Eat more cookies. Yeah, so that's probably why they push it back to then, because the fiscal year started... October 1st for mm-hmm. the government. So technically, they're supposed to have all of the shit figured out by the fiscal year. But they like to keep, ki- as as they call it, kicking the can down the road for yeah, right. temporarily fix, temporary yeah. fixes for it. So goes on to say, uh, Treasury, Sec- Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, our favorite person, mm-hmm. has warned the extraordinary measures currently being used to pay the government's bills are expected to be exhausted. Would you consider this extraordinary measures that are being used to pay the bills? No. No, I would not. Like, what's extraordinary about them borrowing more money to— We had to cut to... the IRS by half so we could get the money to pay these bills. That, that would be, would be extraordinary. extraordinary. <laughs> yes. Or we had to fire all the—I uh, yeah. yeah. the, don't know. The, the press pool. The press pool, <laughs> yeah. Or we yeah. fired the press secretary, Jen, yeah. Jen Psaki. And, and the fact that she says— that we're taking extraordinary measures, and we all know that all they're really trying to do is raise the debt ceiling. <laughs> Shows us that they're not. They don't know what extraordinary mm. measures are. You keep using that word. I yes, don't think I it don't means think you understand. Means what you think it does. Yes. <laughs> Says the extraordinary measures currently being used to pay the government's bills are expected to be exhausted if Congress does not act by October 18th. 
And at that point, the U.S. would run out of resources and default. <gasps> and at that point, the U.S. would run out of resources and default. It would be catastrophic, Yellen Ooh, said on catastrophic? Tuesday. Catastrophic? Yeah, I mean, she's using extraordinary catastrophic. This is like, the, man, their 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 speechwriter really worked overtime to big these bigly words. Got, got the thesaurus and be like, ooh, that's a good one. Catastrophic. I like that. She said on Tuesday, and she also said it would lead to a recession. Ooh, so another scary word. Fear words. Yes. Do you hear those? All those fear words yes. out there. I love the fear words. Yes. Um, I love that she like we we talked about how. Bringing in the Fed, the former Fed chairperson, was yes. she chairperson or was she she was one she, of the higher yeah, ups? Yeah, she she was the chairperson. Yeah, and to be the Treasury Secretary, yeah. that's going to have some serious yeah. conflict of interest because she's going to be a yeah somebody that's really pushing to spend money. Yeah, and, and yeah, we and we saw the writing on the wall with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. We, we were both like fuck. Says Democrats and Republicans in Congress were gridlocked for weeks over how to proceed. In the state where 60 votes are usual, or in the Senate, sorry, in the Senate where 60 votes are usually required to pass a bill, Democrats and Republicans had settled on the understanding that only Democrats would vote to raise the debt limit. But since Democrats only have 50 votes, the two parties couldn't agree on how it would be done. Does this, I mean, all right, let's talk about this sentence here. Because they both agreed. That only Democrats are going to vote on this. Republicans yeah. don't want to touch this with right. a 10-foot pole because they don't want to be responsible for right. raising the debt ceiling. So they, they all agree that only Democrats are going to vote on this. But Democrats only have 50 of the votes, which leaves it subject to filibuster. Right. But they both agreed that only Democrats would vote on it. It was almost like the Republicans are like, do whatever you want, but you guys are the ones voting on it. But now they can't agree on how to do it. And that's the efficiency of Congress. Yes, in a nutshell. They they decide that, hey, uh, only you guys are going to do this, and it's going to be on you. But So how do we do this? Well, I don't know. Well, what if we did this? No, you, you can't do it that way. You got it <laughs> because we'll filibuster the shit out of yeah. it. But wait, you, wait, you, you just said to tell us to vote on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's up to you to vote on it, and you guys pass it. That's on you. Well, what if we try? No, you can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Can you write out what we can do? <laughs> it does say Republicans filibustered or blocked Democrats prior to attempt Democrats prior attempts before Thursday. So it says, what's the state of play in Congress? The problem President Biden and Democrats say is that GOP lawmakers are blocking the efforts they're making to enable a simple majority of 50 senators to pass a suspension of the debt limit. So yeah, they're using their filibuster powers. Yeah. So what? the republicans are telling them to do is put this in that reconciliation bill like this right. big monster bill or the democrats are trying to do i don't yeah. i don't remember but every year they get this reconciliation bill that right. only requires the 50 votes right yeah yeah and it isn't subject to filibuster so that's where the argument is do we right. some people are saying no you need to hold this separate and individual so um the people that do vote for it have to own up to it so right. If Republicans vote for this reconciliation bill and the debt ceiling's in there, they can say, well, I wasn't for the debt ceiling, right. but I like this. Right. So that's why some people are saying, hey, separate this so everybody has to own up to their votes. Yeah, that makes sense. So it says um, Republicans, Mr. Biden said Monday, need to get out of the way. <laughs> Does that sound like wow. how Biden's been his whole presidency? Yeah. It's like, 
Oh, uh, if you guys, I'm I'm gonna do this with or without you, yeah, right. one way or another. Yeah. You need to get the fuck out of the way. But, but I'm here for unity, guys. Oh, yeah. It's all about the unity, but you need to get the fuck out. Yep. <laughs> Senate Republicans have so far refused to vote. It's not that they're refusing to vote for it; they're refusing to vote. Period. Oh, what are you oh, just sorry. pulled the camera over? Sorry, sorry, sorry. What the hell are you doing? My microphone, Mike. No, everything. <laughs> You right. killed everything. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I think that was a first. I think it's the first yes. time we have killed literally everything. Okay. Are we back? Yeah, but you're blurry now. Damn it, Bill. <laughs> you might just have to be blurry. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> comment and say, boo, Bill. <laughs> All right. There All it is. All right. Found All right. It. Sorry. Got my, it. My, my headphones got caught on my boot, and it was it was... Crazy. You're a mess. I know. It's Monday. It's Monday. Which is <laughs> every time we do this. Like I was saying before you crashed the entire world, <laughs> Senate Republicans have so far refused to vote for this. They're not voting no. They're not yeah. coming out. They're just refusing They're to just vote. They're just like, no, I don't want to touch this. I don't want, I don't want to vote for it. I just don't want to. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like, you remember, um, what was it, Arizona, when they went for the voting, oh, or the, yeah. the voting vote, <laughs> yeah. the voting rights Bill and the Democratic senators just got on a plane and left. The oh state. yeah, that was in Texas, Texas. Oh yeah. Texas, yeah, and yeah. Um, then the Texas governor <laughs> put out a warrant for the yeah, arrest. Right. Oh, that's great. So, Republicans aren't doing their job. I mean, it's easy to not like take responsibility for yeah. either direction if you don't vote at all. Right. It's like, come on, like grow a pair of balls. Exactly. You decide yeah. if you're for it or not. Right. For yeah. It. Well, if it, if it goes good, we want we we want our name on it. But mm -hmm. if it goes badly, we don't want to be anywhere around it. it. Says Senate Republicans have so far refused to vote to raise or suspend the debt limit, <clears throat> and yet they have already blocked several attempts by Democrats to do so with a simple majority. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. The president prevailed on Republicans to stop obstructing Democrats' efforts to hold the vote under regular Senate rules. One way to do this, which has now failed, is to get senators to agree unanimously to allow a simple majority to suspend the debt limit rather than the 60 votes normally required to pass a bill. The problem is that this approach means not a single Republican may object. I think they're saying a single Democrat. I don't, I don't know. A breakthrough may be close, though. Senator, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell on Wednesday offered a proposal suggesting Republicans would allow Democrats to pass a short-term provision to raise the debt ceiling to a sp specific figure until December. So like I say, we got a temporary debt ceiling right. lift. It says short-term provision to a specific figure. It doesn't say what that figure is. They're no, not going right. to tell, oh yeah, we're going to give you this, This they, they pass a note along the table and that. <laughs> Democrats pull it up and they're just like, no, how about this? And they pass it back and they're like, I think we can work with this. Yeah. And none of the rest of us get no. to see what this, this spending well, is. And it tells me that McConnell wants something in this bill. Oh, he absolutely yeah. does. Because, I mean, last year, I'm pretty sure I read, with all the freaking um, stimulus spending, they just suspended the, the, the ceiling altogether to pass oh, the— yeah. The stimulus sure. spending and stuff like that because it was an emergency and all that shit. Yeah, right. And, um, I mean, like I said, it's been on both sides. It's mm. whoever whoever wants something done, they're going to try to push yeah. for that, that ceiling yeah. expansion. And, and the other people are always the ones that use it as leverage and be like, well, oh, yeah. you can do that, but you have to do this first. Right. 
Yeah, it's always a power play thing when it comes to it. So it says, what are Democrats going to do next? Earlier, the White House called it kicking the can down the road. See? Separately, Schumer is trying another avenue. Last week, the House passed a bill to suspend the debt limit, and Schumer planned to move forward with this legislation. Schumer reasoned that if 10 Republicans were to vote to allow the vote to proceed, so now we're voting to allow a vote. <laughs> so we got to vote for the vote. We, we need a task force to make a task force. <laughs> Can you see why we might be against spending more money yeah. to fund the yeah. government? Yeah. Who does this stuff? That take, that spends weeks yeah. taking a vote to allow a vote. Yeah, exactly. For the thing they're actually trying to get done. Yeah. So it's like you, you remember um was it Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. Where the uh what was it, the Ents, the the giant trees, mm-hmm. they're trying they're gonna take they're taking a vote to see if they were gonna get involved and they voted to see like if they were gonna vote to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. They're trying to get ten Republicans to vote to allow the vote to proceed. Then Democrats wouldn't need any Republicans to support raising the debt ceiling in the final vote. The vote could take place Thursday. Which vote? Which one? The vote for the yeah, vote exactly. or the vote? <laughs> Can we say vote A or vote B? Vote A or A prime. Yeah. Is it going to work? This says probably not. It's still expected to fail. <laughs> <laughs> then there's no what's known as the nuclear option. The nuclear option. That's sexy. Yes. And that sounds like democracy at its finest, obviously. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. There's what's known as the nuclear option, an extreme measure, not extraordinary, as Yellen no. called oh, okay. this. Good. Good. This is extreme. Good. She had problems with extraordinary. Yeah, but this is an extreme measure that enables the majority leader to change Senate rules. Huh, that sounds scary. It was first used by Democratic Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid to kill the filibuster, the 60-vote threshold, for any nomination other than a Supreme Court justice. During the Trump administration— um, GOP Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell invoked it again to drop the filibuster for Supreme Court justices. So they just changed the rules yeah, at, at whim. All willy-nilly. Yes. Here's how it works. The Senate Majority Leader, leader raises a point of order that violates the current rules. So he starts there. He starts with something that violates the rules. Right. And then somebody, the presiding officer rejects. So they say, they're like, objection, and then they... Um, Bring up the objection, right? And then you, like you see in the movies, they they vote on they they call point of order, and then the majority of leader then says, "I want to appeal this," and then they take an, a a vote whether his objection or his violation can stand, right? And if they get the votes, then they just change the rules, just like that, just because he broke the rules and somebody object and that forced <laughs> them to take a vote. It's clear. As Another more. vote. Yes. Do you understand that? Absolutely not. <laughs> so. So they're all sent around in their Senate chambers, yeah. right? And Mitch McConnell will raise a point of order that goes against their procedures or their rules. Right. He'll, he'll just start talking about something that he's not supposed to. And then somebody will be like, objection, that violates our, our, our current rules. Right. And then Mitch McConnell says, well, I'm going to appeal your objection. And so then they have to vote on a, his being able to appeal the objection— if that vote passes and they allow him to the appeal to go through, they just on the spot change the rules of Senate on, okay. how, on their procedures. Yeah, just because he broke the rules first. Right. Yeah. That's so it's ridiculous. like that whole um, 
asking for forgiveness is e- easier than asking right. for permission. That's yeah. exactly this right here. It's like, oh, sorry, my bad. Are, are you guys okay if I do this and break the rules? And somebody's like, I second that. And then they're like, all right, let's vote on this to see yeah. if we can break the rules. They vote on it, and they're like, okay, he can break the rules, which now makes this the rule. Right. That's... There you go. That's Sounds like some kids like trying to set the rules to play like hide and go seek. But that was probably <laughs> voting to appeal to change the rule to yeah. vote to to make the vote go through to have the actual vote. Right. So now yeah. we're three votes yeah. in. Are you getting the efficiency of our government? Yes. And this is why we definitely think we should put more money, yeah. throw more money at the yeah. federal government. Pierce says, What's up? What is up, Pierce? <laughs> This is like three weeks in a row that, I, that I've been paying attention to the comments, and yes. you have been a loyal commenter. It's always great to have people coming back, and that, that means maybe we're doing something right. I would hope so. Because if the same people keep coming back, they yeah. must be enjoying Yeah. Or maybe they're waiting for something good to happen. Yeah, right, right. Maybe that's like it. me to knock everything over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you got to see Bill knock his entire setup over yeah. and just— yeah. throw a wrench in this whole thing we got going because it wouldn't be a live show if right. we didn't fuck everything up at least once at least once so what do you think so far about it, this these first of all the confusing as i think they intentionally yeah. confuse us oh, with all the bullshit for the procedures that way that way people don't want to pay attention that way we we sit yeah. here and we're like do we even want to talk yeah. about this right yeah because that, it confused the fuck yeah. out of us because they'll be like okay and then we got the nuclear option that if we if you Want to break the law? Then you you vote for it, and then we vote against whether you can do it. And then we decide it, and you're like, ah, 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 stop right there, mm. stop right there. What's on TV tonight? Yeah, let's. Uh, is Dancing with the Stars on? Because that sounds <laughs> yeah. way more right. exciting and, yes. than, than <laughs> these procedures. Less of a headache. So, in a nutshell, we got this debt ceiling. Yes, and it's coming up to like we have more bills than we have funding for so we have yes. to borrow more money to fund these bills that we have so but there's a a credit limit on how much we yeah. can can borrow and they're appealing to congress to say hey we need to borrow more to pay yeah. do you want do you want us to go into default do you want um social security to shut down do you right. want this do you want yeah. uh do you want us to go into a, a great uh, recession yeah. it's it's scaring us into right. allowing them right yeah, to spend more money it scares people, and people are like, "For God's sake, pass the resolution! Just, just, just <laughs> do it, man!" I, I, first of all, I can't understand a word you're saying, <laughs> yeah. and second of all, yeah. no, I don't want a recession because that sounds inconvenient to yeah. us. You know yeah. how they always appeal yep. to our convenience, right? <clears throat> so, to further explain a little bit about the debt ceiling, I went to our trusted resource, Mr. Wiki, Mr. Wikipedia, Mr. Wiki. We should call him Mr. Wiki, Wiki, Mr. Wiki, Mr. Wiki. Mr. Wiki, what what was that? You remember Ask Jeeves? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the Google of the 90s. Yeah, I remember that. It's like you would Jeez, ask yeah. Jeeves homework questions, and he would never come up with yeah, a I know. solid answer. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe that's Wikipedia is our Ask, ask Wiki. The United States debt ceiling. Let me find my screen share button once again. <laughs> oh, that's funny. For the Australian mechanism, see Australian government debt. <laughs> no. I don't. No, Not we, this time. We, yeah, we only want to keep one country at a time. Yeah, we got to keep this straight here. The United States debt ceiling or debt limit is a legislative limit on the amount of national debt that can occur by the US Treasury. That's that's basic enough. Yes. <laughs> the debt limit is a limit of debt that the US can occur. That makes that's pretty straightforward. That's cut and dry, you would think. Yeah. But it's not 
technically that cut and dry. It says thus, I, I like how this goes on because it says thus limiting how much money the federal government may pay on debt that's already borrowed. Technically, yes, but technically, no. So this is saying the debt limit limits how much they can pay. Right. No, the debt limit limits how much you can borrow to pay. So if you were, say, budgeting under the amount of money that you were bringing in, then this would never, ever fucking affect how much money you can pay towards your debt. It's when we go into these bizarre deficits that we've been in for the last 40, 50 years yeah. that, yes, the debt ceiling does technically limit how much we can pay because we have to borrow to pay our debts. Right. So, yes, but no. But a big fucking no. That's like really misleading there. It's like, yeah. why would they put a limit on how much money we can pay? Don't they want us to pay all our debt? Right. Do they want us to stay in deficit forever? No, that's not what this is saying because we could pay off all our fucking debt. Oh, yeah, right. If we budgeted for that. Yeah. Just like anybody. But that would be too easy. Yeah, anybody can come back from bankruptcy if they, yeah. if they work for it. No, this isn't. How much we can pay to get out of debt. This is how much we can add to our debt to pay for our current debt. Right. That's what it's limiting. Right. It says the debt ceiling is an aggregate figure that applies to the gross debt, which includes debt in the hands of the public and in intra-government accounts. About 0.5% of debt is not covered by the ceiling. I, I don't understand all that. I didn't even want to dig into all yeah. of it. I just want the basics here. Right, right. Layman's terms. On down, it says, when the debt ceiling is actually reached without an increase in the limit having been enacted, Treasury, Treasury will need to exhort to, what did Yellen call it? What the fuck is going on with you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now your mic's falling over? I know. <laughs> when the debt ceiling is actually reached without an increase in the limit having been enacted, Treasury will need to resort to extraordinary measures. Oh, wow. She took it right off. Right out Wikipedia. of Wikipedia. Damn. Damn. And I thought that was our go-to. No, We didn't know the government was using Wikipedia, too. <laughs> now I'm scared. Extraordinary measures to temporarily finance government expenditures and obligations until a resolution can be reached. So they got to go through all these extraordinary measures until they... It says, until a resolution can be reached. In right. other words, until they raise the debt ceiling. Because yeah. that's all they see as... A resolution. Right. Treasury has never reached the point of exhausting extraordinary measures. So they've never resulted in a default. They've never gone default because no. of the debt yeah. ceiling. Somebody Be always caves. Yeah. Somebody, well, they resort to these extraordinary measures right. and then somebody eventually caves, yeah. probably on December 29th because they want to go to a, a exactly. New Year's Eve party. Yeah. Right. Says if the situation were to occur, um, it is unclear whether Treasury would be able to prioritize payments on debt to avoid a default on its bond obligations, but it would at least have to default on some of its non-bond payment obligations. Good. Cut fucking government. Right. Like, pay. I, yeah, exactly. Cut, you can cut, like, 50%. Congress pay. Yeah, Congress pay. And Nancy Pelosi should not be making $194,000 no, a cut year. cut that. I mean, yes, that's a drop in the hat compared to the deficit we have, but yeah. still, like, it's a start. I mean, if they can't figure out how to pay their bills, they should all take pay cuts. Yeah, seriously, everybody in Congress should not be making more than the median income in, mm. the, in the country. Absolutely not. It says, um, a protracted 
default could trigger a variety of economic problems, including a financial crisis and a decline in output that would put the country into an economic recession. And that's all the the fear words they've been right. saying this this week or this last week is, oh, recession, uh, economic recession, economic yeah. um, problems, financial crises. You know, all these, yeah. all these, especially after coming off of. Would you call 2020 a recession? I mean, they they do. So it, I mean, it was completely manufactured with well, the yeah. shutdown. And then, like the 2008 uh, recession, still fresh in yeah. a lot of people's minds. So, a little bit of background. It says under Article One, Section Eight of the United States Constitution, only Congress can authorize borrowing of money on credit of the United States. So For now, yeah. So only Congress is allowed to authorize yeah. this. It says, from founding of the United States until 1917, Congress directly authorized each individual debt issued. Yeah. So they had to convene and take a vote and vote on every piece of treasury debt yeah. that they were taking on. Well, that got kind of insane yeah. when they were taking on, when they were <laughs> selling like tons of war bonds and shit like that. Right, because yeah. This changed in World World War One. It says to provide more flexibility to finance the U.S. involvement in World War One, Congress modified the method by which it authorized debt in the Second Liberty Bond Act of 1917. Under this act, Congress established an aggregate limit or a ceiling on the total amount of new bonds that could be issued. So, if you don't know how bonds work, it's the government selling you debt. Right. The government is borrowing money from you. They give yeah. you a slip of paper. You give them money. You just bought a bond, and it, that pays out interest. Yeah. You make a little bit of money. The government just borrowed money from you. Yeah. So they are in debt to whoever um, owns or is holding this bond now. Right. Yeah. So that's the debt we're talking about is these bonds, uh, these treasury bonds. So the debt ceiling puts a cap on the amount of treasury bonds that can be sold. Right. So it's not like any kind of debt. It's these treasury bonds debts. Yeah. Says the present debt ceiling is an aggregate limit applied to near, nearly all federal debt, which was substantially established by the Public Debt Act. I'm going to scroll on down. I mentioned the big one in 2011. Yeah, was the time that we we came really close to defaulting. Yeah, 2011, the United States reached a crisis point. Sound familiar? Yes. We're always at a crisis point. We are. We, I mean, everything's a yeah. crisis anymore. Like. They're really watering down the term crisis. Either that or they're doing such a shitty job that yeah. everything, every decision they make leads to a crisis now. Yeah. The U.S. reached a crisis point in 2011 of near default on public debt. Th the delay in raising the debt ceiling resulted in the first downgrade in the U.S. credit rating. I remember that. Yeah. A sharp drop in the stock market and an increase in borrowing costs. Congress raised the debt limit with the Budget Control Act of 2011, which added the fiscal cliff. That sounds ominous. Yeah, I gotta love that. When the new ceiling was reached. Yeah. What was the fiscal cliff? I didn't even look into this. I kind of feel like we need to... <laughs> refers to the combined effect of several previously enacted laws that came into effect simultaneously in 2013, increasing taxes and decreasing spending. So, basically... Yeah. I, I don't see it as decreasing spending or anything. No. I mean, yeah, maybe temporarily, but look at where spending is shot. Like, yeah. I think this was when they were holding it hostage. They're like, yeah, we will if you decrease mm -hmm. some spending here and here and here. It's, it's interesting when you look at the history of these, these debt crises, okay? Mm -hmm. 
I mean, there's been um, let's see here. There's been one. There was one in 1995. Okay. Okay. The 1995 request for debt ceiling increase led to a debate in Congress on reduction of the size of the federal government. I remember this. It was uh, Clinton had a Republican uh, Congress. Um, let's see. It said it led to the non-passage of the federal budget and the United States federal government shut down 1995 of to 96. Yes. The ceiling. Yeah, see, was- I mean, that is a. <laughs> That's a viable solution. Exactly. Just shut exactly. the shit down. But it said that the ceiling was increased and the government shutdown resolved. But they did do reduce the spending there. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Clinton was kind of held to that. It says, in 2011, Republicans in Congress used the debt ceiling as leverage for deficit reduction because of the lack of congressional normal order for fiscal year budget votes on the chamber floors and subsequent conference reconciliations between the House and the Senate. The credit downgrade and debt ceiling debacle contributed to the Dow Jones falling 2,000 points in late July and August. Following the downgrade itself, the DJIA, which I don't know what that is, Mm-mm. had one of it, probably Dow Jones, had one of its worst days in yes. history and fell 635 points in August 8th. The GAO, I don't know what that is. All right, we're stupid. Uh, estimated that the delay in raising the debt ceiling raised borrowing costs for the government by $1.3 billion in 2011. And noted that the delay would also raise costs in later years. Uh, the Bipartisan Policy Center extended the GAO's estimates and found that the delay raised borrowing costs by $18.9 billion over 10 years. That's quite an underestimation. Mm-hmm. And then, as you said, in 2013, uh, following the increase in the debt ceiling to $16.3 trillion in 2011, the United States again reached the debt ceiling on December 31, 2012. The Treasury began taking extraordinary measures. The fiscal cliff was All resolved. These damn extraordinary <laughs> measures. With the passage of the American Taxpayer Relief Act of 2012. But no action was taken on so, the debt ceiling. That almost sounds like they're relieving the taxpayers, but from no. this, it sounds like the taxpayers are relieving them. It, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. The, the, a, the ATRA tax cuts, the government indicated that the debt ceiling needed to be raised by $700 billion Shit. for it to continue financing operations for the rest of the 2013 fiscal year. So, again, it's like every couple of years mm-hmm. this pops back up. Yeah. I mean, it did in 18, I think. It did in um, – it's, it's always right before, like, midterms yeah. and stuff, too. Maybe – Maybe they should call raising the debt ceiling extraordinary measures instead of these other ways around it. Yeah. Because that makes it seem like it's a normal thing. Yeah. That's over-normalizing, hey, let's just keep bumping up the credit limit. Keep bumping it up. That's the ordinary measures. Anything outside of that scope is considered extraordinary measures. Yeah. So this goes on and says, uh, if the debt ceiling is not raised and extraordinary measures are exhausted— the U.S. government is legally unable to borrow money to pay its financial obligations. At that point, it must cease making payments unless the Treasury has cash on hand to cover them. Well, just go print I, off more fucking I, cash. I, I think they need to do, like, you know, if you, if you you know, buy a lot of shit on your credit card and you can't pay it, don't they come and get that shit? So maybe China and Japan and anybody else we borrowed, they just need to come start taking shit from yeah, or the, the, DC. the public or whoever. Yeah. Um, any of these people. What the fuck? Maybe we should. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get us in trouble. Yeah, you'll get us in trouble. I think I know where you're going with this. Um, I'm going to have to pull this one up on my phone because, again, this is uh, 
locking me out on my computer <laughs> because oh. I reached my my limit for oh. articles for that, but I have it pulled up here. So this one says the debt ceiling marks Republicans' turn to not let a good crisis go to a waste. <laughs> you know, you know that favorite term oh, we yes. like. We love that one. So first of all, before we get into that, um, obviously. They're blaming the Republicans for this. Uh, Biden's blaming the Republicans. We read right. the the thing where he yeah. said, "Get get they the hell out get, of the way." Yeah, get out of the way. Um, all the the senators are blaming Republicans. Like every article you read, basically yeah. was blaming Republicans for cut for threatening holding this financial crisis hostage or whatever. And and but I I really think it's because they don't want. They don't want to be the ones left holding no. the bag. No, that's exactly and, and what that's it is. And that's it. So this article from Forbes says, where does all the talk about teachable moments in national conversation go when a government refuses to acknowledge, maybe, just maybe, that $28.4 trillion in debt in a non-wartime $23 trillion economy is plenty? Yeah. So this is saying, guys, can't you just realize... We have enough money. We have yeah. enough debt as it is. Yeah. We're not in a war. Like, this was all, this debt ceiling was created to bump up spending and borrowing for yeah. wartime. We're in peacetime right now. Right. And this is like yeah. the highest that the debt percentage but, has been. But we are at war against a deadly <laughs> pandemic. Deadly pandemic, climate change, yes. Yes. equity, all that stuff. So now it's the federal government's turn. For lockdowns, the GOP mustn't let a good crisis go to waste, as the saying goes. Says many conservatives call for not raising the debt limit without reforms. Says, um, but more than just stopping Joe Biden's 3.5 trillion families build back better and reconciliation amalgam, as plenty of them would like to. So it's saying plenty of them would like to limit the debt ceiling mm, right. to keep him from passing this this $3.5 plan. But this is saying beyond that, the GOP should be discussing stopping the debt limit increase altogether and substituting spending cuts. Mm. I mean, may, I was getting to the point where I thought maybe I was just crazy thinking, you know, we could also solve this by not spending so much right? damn money. Yeah, I mean, that's what normal people do. Yeah. Um, we don't got money for this. We've already exhausted yeah. all our resources. We've maxed out all our credit cards. Maybe we got to look yeah. in, at what we're doing. Yeah. Maybe we got to yeah. take a look at how much we're spending and figure out why yeah. every paycheck were negative $1,000. Yeah. And someone needs to be like, Joe, honey. I'm sorry. I, I know you really wanted this, but we really can't afford to double the size of the IRS right now. Right. Um, Maybe if you get another job. <laughs> so I want to pull up these Twitter uh, can't, uh, posts from Joe Biden because I said they're obviously blaming the Republicans right. on all of this. And so before I get into this, so so we see what Forbes is saying, or the, at least this author is saying. Yeah. Maybe we should look at this and stop blaming the Republicans for not for letting us go default, and maybe we should look at cutting spending. Yeah. Let's see. Do you think Biden has that same kind of mentality no, or any no. mentality at no, that? No, I don't think he has any. So this is a, a slew of Twitter posts that popped up in the last couple days in re leading up to this, this vote to extend this out okay. to December. So the first one, he says, the United States pays its bills. It's who we are. 
Yesterday, I spoke with business leaders about why we need to raise the debt ceiling. Why is he speaking to business leaders? Yeah, I know, right? What are they going to do? Um, he talks about his big back, build back better agenda. This was my one of my favorites. It says Republicans are playing Russian roulette with the U.S. economy for their political gain. This stunt could be catastrophic for the pocketbooks of American families. Wow. See what what he where he's going with here? Yeah, he's immediately appealing to your pocketbook, right? Right, saying, "Oh, you're gonna this is gonna hurt you most." Yeah, like I was proposing not raising taxes on you people at all and yeah. spending zero dollars of your money, but look at these damn yeah. Republicans. They're, they're gonna make me raise taxes on you. They're playing Russian roulette with you, and yeah. this is gonna be catastrophic for your pocketbooks. Yeah. Scrolling on down, it says. Republicans' obstruction on the debt limit is putting the savings and pocketbooks of Americans on the line. There it is again. Yep. Senate Republicans need to get out of the way. That's Ooh, that's, that's the tough thing that I was telling you about. Um, talks about some Build Back Better stuff. Mm. We're facing relentless... No, that's voting stuff. Who cares about that? Uh, this I, I like this one. This isn't necessarily about it, but it's kind of. It says, I ran on my Build Back Better agenda. I said it was time to build an economy that looks out from Scranton instead of looking down from Wall Street. <laughs> it's what 81 million Americans, the most votes in history, were supporting when they supported me. <laughs> now it's time to deliver. I want to talk to those 81 million people. I want to, yeah, I want a list of those names because that's that's bizarre. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So, I, I think infrastructure, it, build back better infrastructure, um, spend money. Um, your pocketbooks, all this fun fucking stuff. Not only are Republicans refusing to do their job, they're threatening to use their power to prevent us from doing our job. Talking about the filibuster yeah, there. Right. So what were you going to say? I was going to say, I mean, if he, if he actually wanted to help Americans, which we all know he doesn't no. want to. Instead of trying to push this $3.5 trillion massive spending bill and this Build Back Better and all this shit, he would just try to balance the books and take things back down to normal. Right? Again, are we crazy in thinking there's two ways yeah. to pay your bills? Yeah. One, accrue more bills through more debt. Yeah. Or two, cut spending. Yeah. And stop proposing more spending on top of that spending. Right. That's like me saying, hey, I can't afford um, the house that I have. Right. And I've been paying my house payment with credit cards, which yeah. is... <laughs> insane yeah. um and then i've had to take out a credit card because to pay off that one because that one's maxed out but yeah you know i kind of really want to go buy a, a a freaking ferrari yeah right right that's yeah. what they're doing yeah. here right exactly they're like and that's like um me standing up to my wife and being like you know if i don't get this ferrari how am i going to drive to my job right. and get money to pay these bills yeah. you like the house you live in yeah. right this is going to affect your pocketbook if you don't allow me to buy this ferrari so i can go pay my bills that's, that's exactly that's what's yes. happening here and they're they're playing it off like it's our fucking yeah responsibility yeah. or congress it's congress's right. fault because the republicans are standing in the way of yeah. this it's like no yeah. just my idea is cut cut up your credit cards yeah. right don't buy a car. Get a fucking bicycle and ride yeah. to work. Tighten the belt. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Stop eating out your yeah. meal. You know, all this budgeting yeah. 101 you, you, stuff. You don't need us. Build Back Better right now. Okay. Did <laughs> Do they require members of Congress to um, no. go oh, through budgeting no. classes? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> they I mean, should, if but they, no. If they do, it's like a completely yeah. different right. budgeting class than we yeah. ever took. It's like, oh, oh yeah. No, I, I see how... How this here and this here and this here could cost zero dollars. 
Oh, Pierce says uh, the war machine never stops. You're absolutely right. Yeah, a lot true. of this this funding is going to like yeah. big wars. First of all, um, because this started with wars, mm -hmm. this um, has continued through all the wars of the 20th century and yeah. into the 21st century. Well, and uh, there was a chart on uh, Wiki, uh, Wiki, Mr. Wiki, Mr. Wiki. When you uh, look up history of the debt ceiling, and it shows how on a graph how it gradually climbs and. It's not too bad until you get to to Bush Jr. And then oh all yeah, of a yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it just skyrocketed with the war on terror. Oh yeah, I mean, you just have free reign to unlimited oh, yeah. resources because we're fighting. We're not fighting a country. We're fighting terror and idealism. Yeah, so so we just need to throw unlimited resources right. that. Uh, and now we're fighting climate, or we're fighting. Right. Um, equ equity or equality yeah, or whatever. Yep. Equity and climate change and and. And a pandemic, and yeah, and you know, again, you're you're doing it after having an economy that you're just paying credit cards on, right? So again, blaming the Republicans, and if you thought uh, fighting an idealism was hard, try fighting climate change. Yeah, right. So, so the fact of the matter is, they're blaming the Republicans, but as the Republicans are saying, and plenty of people are stating and trying to push them into. Democrats can raise this by themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. But they don't want just their fingerprints on it because then if it backfires. Right. That's them. Then it's on them. Yeah. And that's why the Republicans, I said, weren't even going to vote for it. Yeah. So they're both like, well, we want to do this, but I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Or the Republicans are like, we don't want to do this, but I don't want to touch it. And yeah. so um, it's just like, first of all, if you really believe this. Mm -hmm. If you really believe this is going to send you into a fucking economic shutdown or um, a recession, you think you do whatever it took to prevent that. Yeah. Whether the Republicans' fingers are on it or not. Yeah. If you think it's as bad as you're saying and we must do this, wouldn't you want them to not touch it so you can be like, guys, we did this? Yeah. And especially going moving into the midterms. Right. I mean, if it was as catastrophic as they're saying. Right. Yeah. Put only Democrat hands on it. Say, guys. Look what we yeah. did. We single-handedly saved the economy yeah. from going into recession. And the Republicans, Republicans did jack tried shit. to block it. We yeah. worked around it. And look, yeah, vote for me. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Because they know it's going to be catastrophic. They just know. They know it's not going to do what they think it's going to do. They they it's only simply to push Biden's agenda. Yeah. Absolutely. They, and that's it. Yeah. So I don't know. For me, my simple, stupid mind you know that we don't understand what they what they do yeah. like we can't comprehend the stuff that they go through mm -hmm. to me it's common sense oh yeah absolutely yes i understand that some yeah. of these programs aren't going to work yeah but maybe that's what we need yeah right <laughs> there are some like the the programs that they threaten and i'm going to get into some of these because um i wanted to read uh, Janet Yellen's actual like statements on this, um, but the programs that they that they throw out there, it's just like, well, that's not the ones we're wanting you to cut. Yeah, we're wanting you to cut like um, the study of West Nile virus on African bees, or you right. know those right. like bizarre yeah. right. government stuff, yeah. like things that have. Yeah, do we spend millions on that? Yeah, um, shouldn't really even. Like, who gives a fuck about? Doesn't right. apply to anything. Yeah. yeah, those are the things I think you should be cutting yeah. out. Right. Or cutting like um, certain people's salaries, or getting yeah. rid of some of these um, 
the the task forces that we talk right, about right. to study yeah. whether or not this would work or not. Yeah, yeah get rid of that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. There's plenty of those no, out there. And, and the thing is is it's so fucking easy. <laughs> it, it is. Like if we, you can if you do a, a a budget for your house and you balance your checkbook, it's not that hard to do. Right. If it if you have a budget. Right. And, and that's the problem is these people have not lived in a budget since they've been in Congress. Well, yeah, they don't need to. The problem is they they do budget. They do pass a budget, but it's always outside of their oh, means. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it, again, it's easy to spend money that you don't have. Right. But if you were required, hey, this budget you have to be in the black yeah. by the end of the year, then it's a little bit harder yeah. <laughs> to spend money. And that's most companies. Yes, I understand companies go year by year accumulating debt, Yeah, but they can't accumulate more debt than their company really is worth. Right, yeah. yeah. And what's our government actually worth financially? Right. Well, I, I mean, what, is, what does the government actually produce? Right. They don't produce anything. Jobs. <laughs> but they shouldn't. They produce <laughs> because jobs. Because they're horrible jobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this other one talk kind of defending this other article defending not raising the debt ceiling. Because it's really hard to find articles yeah. that are opposed to raising the debt ceiling. Right. There was thousands of articles saying we got to oh, do this. Absolutely. And there was like maybe three that were like, mm. uh no, yeah. don't do that. So this is from uh, nationalreview.com. It says, raising the debt ceiling won't solve the spending problem. I believe that. <laughs> I think we can all be on board yeah. with that. That seems like a fair assumption. Yeah. It starts out, it says, and this was, this was written in 2021. I do have an article, I got to remember, from 2017, the last time they did this, but it still yeah. applies. I was making sure that wasn't this, but this is from this year. Because it says, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen continues to urge Congress to raise the national debt limit, arguing that delays will harm the U.S. economy, destabilizing global financial markets, and be costly to taxpayers. Again, scaring us all. Right. Says on down, it says, back in 2019, the federal government spent $4.4 trillion, which amounted to 21% of the GDP. As Senator... Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has rightly noted, a lot of this spending occurred under President Trump. I think we can agree. This yeah. isn't a, a partisan thing. No, not at all. This happens all. on both yeah, sides. Absolutely. I mean, Trump <laughs> raised the freaking debt. I think it was like $8 trillion yeah. in his term. So, again, like, Schumer's right. Yes, a lot of that debt was accumulated yeah. during Trump's presidency. Right. And I don't think anybody is calling out either party. Except those parties. Right, exactly. Or calling out the other right, party. Yeah. Um, it says, oh yeah, it says eight point six trillion right there. there I didn't you even have to look. Wow, you did that in your head. I, no, I, I had it written <laughs> I know, down somewhere. <laughs> says um, he rightly noted a lot of this spending occurred under Trump, whose administration oversaw a significant increase in the total federal debt. But this also occurred under President Obama, who increased by eight point six. So, oh okay, so they, he matched them. He yeah, matched pretty them. much. Added to the spending was the $5 trillion that the federal government spent in response to COVID-19 in 20 and 21. As a result, the total federal government spending temporarily spiked to 31% of the GDP of wow. the country in 2020 and will estimate 32.9% of the GDP in 2021. So that sounds like a lot. Like right. a third of the GDP, like we have... That much debt yeah. is worth a third of our gross domestic product. This 
This one here is scary. It says, the accumulation of these deficits has caused the federal government's total debt to be bigger than the entire U.S. economy, over 125%. Wow. So the debt is 125% higher than the total entire U.S. economy. That's sickening. Yeah. Like, how? How, yeah, right. how does that work? Like that's what I can't figure. Like that's yeah. that's my stupid brain can't figure right. out how yeah. we we reconcile that and how we we say that that's okay. Yeah. Consider too that the federal revenue or income averages seventeen percent of the GDP. So right now we're sitting at thirty-two percent of the GDP in debt, but only seventeen percent of the GDP in revenue. Oh, that makes sense. So we're making a lot less. Yeah. I got a graphic to kind of show this a little bit better. Uh, kind of a debt-to-income ratio type scenario here. Okay. So this is what I was telling you about. Here, I got I to switch screens. These dots. Each one of these dots is $1 billion. And we are sitting in 2020, I guess, the government spent $6.5 trillion just in 2020. That. All of these dots are $1 billion. 6,550 of those dots equals $6.55 trillion. So that's when when they come out and they're like, uh, if you really think about it, $3 trillion isn't that much. Mm. I mean, that's a lot of fucking dots. That's and a billion a dollars is a, that's yeah. a lot of billions. Yeah. I mean, just one of those dots would set up you and your entire family and generations to come. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> You want to see the federal revenue or income compared to that six and a half trillion? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I really do. Say, tell me when to click. You ready? Go. Right there. Damn. Federal revenue last year, three point four two trillion. So we took in three, almost three and a half trillion in federal revenue or income, yeah. as we call it, and we spent six point five five trillion in debt. Yeah. That's how much more, like, it says, since the government spent more than it collected, the deficit for just the year 2020 was $3.13 trillion, just for 2020. That's not tacking on all the deficit from all the other years. Yeah. So we spent more than twice what we brought in. Can you explain to me, if you brought these statistics into a bank... They'd laugh at you. ...and tried to take out a loan... Yeah, they'd laugh at you. Yeah, it's like you're going to buy your business. Yeah. You're you're looking to buy a business. And let's say you bought the business and 5 years from now you bring in you're like, "Yeah, um we're um 1.5 million dollars in debt and but last year we brought in five like $60,000." Yeah. So, uh can I borrow another million dollars? Right. Yeah. You'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here." Right, yeah. Like how the f Yeah. <laughs> like I understand you're going to be in debt, but they're not like there's going to be a limit to that debt, right. and to say, and then then you can come to the bank and be like, "Do you want my business to fail? You are causing my business right. to fail right now." No, yeah, right. The it's bank like, didn't cause your business to fail. Right. The person that denied your loan didn't cause your you cause your business to fail. Yeah. By taking on more than you yeah. can pay. Uh, again, to you and I, it's common sense. Yeah, but I mean, we look at the numbers and and it's like, okay, yeah, I, I see that. So you know these people who get paid. Much, much, much more than we do. Can't figure it out. Well, yeah. I mean... Or they don't care because it's not their money. Right. right. I, I, like you said, it's easy to spend money that's not yours. Says it's 
clearly unsustainable to have expenditures equaling 30% of the GDP and revenues equaling 17%. Is that common sense? Do you think that, is that valid statement there? That's a valid statement. Senator Sanders and Representative Ocasio-Cortez claim that they will close the gap by raising taxes on big corporations and making the rich pay their fair share. Of course. However, those 1% gaps that they were closing, from one article I read, is only closing it $1.5 trillion is what that's yeah. going to take in. Yeah. How does that close that gap? Right. How yeah. does that... Equals zero when you're asking to spend four and a half trillion. Yeah. Oh, it's going to pay for itself because we're going to close that gap with this uh, 1.5 yeah. trillion that we bring they're, in they're taxes. Delusional. Absolutely delusional. Again, take that to the bank and say, yeah. "Well, yeah, no, I'm going to pay off all that 3.42 trillion with mm-hmm. uh, this trillion and a half right here." And the bank's yeah. like, "Like, I got this collateral. I got this car that's worth a trillion and a half. Um, is that is that enough?" Well, you still doesn't right. cover yeah. the 3.3 trillion dollars. Yeah. I, my brain can't handle this stupidity. Yeah, I got a couple more things before we get into break. So, so we got to move on from this. But you can see how how skewed it is. Yes, and I'm glad we found stuff that represents the other side of this because I, I don't even think we needed an article to tell right. us that hey, we we should cut instead mm-hmm. of spend. Right. Right. And spending more doesn't fix our spending problem. Yeah. Well. Do you remember the uh, the sociology teacher I was talking about the other day with yeah. the New York Times? He was absolutely in love with Iceland. He talked about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was actually in his class during, I think it was the 2013 uh, debt crisis, and I remember him saying, well, I don't understand what the big deal is. We should just do what Iceland does and just write the debt off. And it's like, but, but, but well, how does that look then to, I mean, the world, you know, yeah, it's like to credit the people that are lending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, would you continue, would you loan that money off to, or to somebody if, if they're continually like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter. So we're just going to stick it back look, here. If, if you can just write that debt off, then why don't not just print the fucking yeah. money? Do it. Is that just yeah, the same absolutely. fucking thing? Do it. Yeah, exactly. So um, this one talks about uh, a little bit more about um, Treasury Secretary Yellen's warning on we we have to raise this or it's going to be a catastrophe. There's just a couple things here. I'm not going to read this whole article. I just wanted to point out the things that they focus on here. Right. To scare you. To scare you into uh compliance or to scare you into agreeing with them and like, "Oh yes, we obviously have to right. raise this." So, her comments are 50 million Americans wouldn't receive social security payments. This is if we default our troops won't know when or if they're going to be paid. The 30 million families that received a child tax credit, those payments would be in jeopardy, Yellen said. She said such a scenario could result in a catastrophe. So threatening us again right. with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, your troops, they might not be. You right. want to pay the troops, right? Oh, yeah, right. Don't, oh, don't you like the troops? Oh, what about all the old people, right. yeah. uh, your grandmas yeah. and grandpas? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's going to threaten their Social yeah. Security checks. Right. But you know who will get paid? Uh, Congress. Janice Yellen. <laughs> She's still going to get a paycheck. Yes. Yep. I'd much rather not pay Congress and Yellen and, and give the check to Grandma. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. It says, while no Republicans voted Thursday to raise the ceiling, 11 voted with Democrats to break a Republican filibuster. So at least 11 of them were just like, come on, get over yeah, this fucking on, filibuster guys. bullshit. Can we, we at least have, have the vote? Every 10 years? Right. 
So <laughs> there's one thing that she said that I absolutely agree with. And I'm going to I'm going to pull up this video over here actually so you can see the video of it because for the first time I actually agree with what Janet Yellen actually had to say. Probably for the wrong pre for the wrong reasons, but I agree with it. Shit. Let me get the volume on. All right, you ready? Yeah. Where's the volume? The votes oh, just aren't going to be there. Congress is going to make a mistake, a miscalculation. I you know you support eliminating the debt limit. Have you convinced the president to back you on that? Well, look, it's really up to Congress. I, I yes, I have said I support personally uh, getting rid of the debt ceiling. I believe that once uh, Congress and the administration have decided on spending plans and tax plans, it's simply their responsibility to pay the bills that result from that. And that means um, we've had deficits for most of the post-war period, and that means raising the debt ceiling. It's a housekeeping chore. There's really, we should be debating the gov government's fiscal policy when we decide on those expenditures and taxes. Um, you call it. Not when the credit card bill from comes due. Yes, I agree with that mm -hmm. part of that. We should be having this discussion when we come up with these policies yeah. in the first place. Right. Like, when we decide to spend the money, we should be talking about how are we going to pay for this. Right. And what she's saying here is we all agreed, you all, Congress all agreed to spend this money. Now, now that it's coming up, the credit card bills do, you're all like, well, how the fuck are we going to pay for this? Yeah. You should have figured that shit out before. Yeah. Right. You you decided right. to yeah. spend that right. money. Yeah, you don't go and buy the car first and then try to figure out how you're going to pay for when it. When you buy a business, when you go buy a business, they're going to ask you like what yeah. is what is your um actual uh right. financial plan to you know to pay us back. Right. Yeah. Like you got to do like a pretty in-depth uh Yeah, it's um, it's been a pain in the ass. detailed plan on how you expect to yeah. the funding to be there to pay back this loan. And but for some reason, Congress is the one entity that can be like, oh, we're going to spend all this, these fucking trillions of dollars. And then when it comes around, it's like, oh, shit, we got to pay. God, we didn't think about how. Right. And what, what they're, they're talking about here, and I agree 100 percent, is that the Republican Congress last year, Republican mm -hmm. Congress, decided to spend all this shit tons of money. Mm -hmm. And now the Republican Congress is trying to block raising the right. debt ceiling yeah. on debt that they approved. Right, yeah. And you see where why this isn't just a one-sided thing, yeah. why it's not uh, the Republicans are responsible or uh, the Democrats just want to spend more money. Mm -hmm. No, it's they both want to spend money, but they all want to point fingers when it when the bill when the check comes. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. well, it's not on me; it's on him. Obviously. Yeah. Well, it was your idea to come to this restaurant, yeah. so you should pay for <laughs> yeah, my exactly. my food. You invited me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I. That's the one thing I agree on yeah. is when she says we should be debating the government's fiscal policy when we decide on those expenditures yeah. and taxes, not when the bill is due. Yeah, right. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. But she's justifying using that to justify let's get rid of the debt ceiling altogether. Yeah. But which which creates even more problems. Yeah. Because right. they get rid of the debt ceiling and and they take that power away from Congress and you know who gets that power then? Yeah. 
She does. Oh yeah. She gets to decide. She when makes to do that it. decision. Or and, and that Biden scares the shit decision. out of me. Yeah, there's a lot of things I'm going to talk about in the second half because yeah. I like to talk about the scary shit in the second. half. Oh, that's half. right. We second half is our scary half. Yeah, because that the cliffhanger. It's like, hey, um, there. I have an article that's like, there are four ways around this, around Congress on this one. We always know that yeah. Biden's trying, right, to bypass Congress every right. step of the way. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if you used any of these, but they're all fucking scary as shit. Yeah. So finishing this up, though, it says, before reaching a short-term deal to end a debt ceiling standoff and avert a U.S. default for the first time, some senators and other proponents refloated the idea of allowing the Department of Treasury to mint a platinum coin of any value without congressional approval to ensure the nation's bills are paid. So they can just mint a coin of Whatever value they want. Platinum, though. Um, you know why platinum? Why is that? It says right here, because Congress controls gold, silver, nickel, and bronze and copper prices. Gotcha. So if they do platinum, they can make it worth whatever the hell they want. Without, right. Congress, without congressional approval, the Department of Treasury falls under the executive, not under wow. legislative. We're going to have to get into break, but you can see where she's like, yeah. well, obviously we got to pay the troops. And right. Social Security. Yeah. I mean, Again, you know, scaring all us the into... fear porn. Yeah. Uh, that's all this ever yeah. is, is fear porn. It's like, um, you put this stuff out there, so people are like, damn it, why is Congress uh, trying yeah. to threaten my Social Security checks? Yeah. Right. When people should be up there saying, why the fuck are we spending all this money? Yeah. Like, seriously, guys, why are we spending this money? Like, do we really not think it's possible yeah. um, to, to um, make some cuts here for... Right. From all these vague yeah. departments, all these vague yeah. agencies and stuff. Like, yeah. really, it, you don't think we can uh, not cut this down 20%? Yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Get rid of the EPA. Cut the IRS by a quarter. No, three quarters. Get rid of the, the Department of Education. Uh, let's see. Get rid of, um, let's see. Oh, the immigration. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, it's like... It's just, you know, get rid of the, the DOT. Yeah, the get DOT. Get rid of the fucking DOT. Get rid of Fauci. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's $450,000 right. a year there. Knock every congressperson down to about $75,000. Perfect. I like it. Um, So, talking about tightening the belt, um, maybe you think there's some room to play with here because we, in total, the U.S. federal government employs 1.3 million people and the total salary for U.S. employment it, or for federal government employment is $96.54 billion a year. That sounds right. And you know how he likes to stretch things over 10 years, like oh, yeah. $3.5 trillion over 10 years or it's $1.5 trillion over 10 years. Or yeah. um, we're going to bring in, by, by closing loopholes, $1.5 trillion yeah. in 10 years. Yeah. That's nearly a trillion dollars in 10 years right there yeah. in salary, in government salary. Because it's almost a billion. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm wrong there. It's almost a hundred billion. What would that be times 10? Yeah, a trillion. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I did do my math right. <laughs> so it's just under a trillion dollars in 10 years. Um, it'd be $965 billion in 10 years. But the problem is this people will look at this and be like, but the average federal government employees. Salary is seventy thousand dollars. Right. Well, I mean, that's, they're including like postmen. Well, yeah, the yeah, janitor. that's what I'm saying. Like, don't cut them yeah. all in half. No, no, just the people that are making over seventy thousand dollars. Just bring them all down to seventy thousand exactly. dollars. Exactly. Just have them all equally make yeah. seventy thousand dollars. You can live off seventy thousand uh, dollars easily. Oh yeah. yeah. 
So definitely some room to cut back exactly. here, I think, just on salaries. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of that's like the the alphabet ag- agencies. A lot of that's like the yeah. task forces right. and yeah. the task forces to form task forces. <laughs> right, exactly. So, you know, you could, without yeah. cutting salaries, first of all, you could cut a ton of the employees. Oh, you could yeah. really shave oh, off a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then shave off some of the the top top salaries there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You well, could save a ton. Well, like I said, I mean, you know, you don't need the EPA or the 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 education department. Yeah, you wouldn't think. But we are overdue for a break, so uh, we definitely got more stuff to talk about here. Yeah, because I mean, we've talked about the decisions on both sides, like why people say we should because of economic recession issues and why people say we shouldn't because, hey, we should be spending more fiscally responsible. So we've covered all that, but we want to get into a little bit deeper, like a little bit of the scary shit. Um, Again, share this all over the place. Um, This is, again, this is stuff that people don't want to talk about or don't want to hear about, but it's stuff that you should know about because... And you should care about it. Like if you worked for a job, I would want to know that my company was completely upside down (laughs) so let's get a break we'll be right back like i said in four or five minutes and then we're just gonna continue keep this shit going so we'll catch you just a couple minutes goodbye Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey everybody, I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast, that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. You know what pisses me off? What's that? It's when I lose our freaking YouTube stream. Oh. Now, whatever listeners we had, they got to go find it all over again. So yeah, I know. I'm about to, like, ban my kids from internet usage altogether when I'm streaming because... Are you... Uh, did you repost the link on Facebook? I did. All I right. did. I'll, so. um, I'll share that again. It should all be there, hopefully. So... Let me get my bearings straight now since we had that stupid bullshit. So we like bullshit. 
Uh, well, we seem to get mixed up with it a lot. Yeah. So, let me get my, my shit together. I mean, we've had our, our share of shit today. We have. With you knocking over cameras and yeah, mic- microphones and walls. and been a little out of control um, today. Your water bottle, and then we lost our stream, and um, just all kinds of all kinds of fun stuff. So, let's let's keep moving forward, though, because we got plenty of stuff to talk about. What do you think so far, Bill? While I get my bearings straight, tell me what you think so far. Well, unfortunately, because this continually is a cycle, and I think it's going to continue to be one. I mean, the last one was in 2013. It's going to happen more, more rapidly, more readily and because they continually expand the or extend the debt ceiling mm-hmm. they have no reason to stop nobody has <laughs> ever like slapped them on the wrist and be like no knock it off but yeah and so they're gonna they keep doing it but yeah like like i was saying um uh, like where else are you able to borrow more money than you're capable of paying back yeah and, and it's funny because people just joke about it i you know the, the few people that that you know pay attention to it they joke about it but it is a ser- it's a serious problem. Yeah. I mean, to me, it, it just shows one of the problems with this country. Well, I mean, if you seriously, if you think about it, um, where else have we seen? Because, like, we talked about how the banks require, like, a debt-to-income ratio right. uh, to see if you can actually afford to pay it back. When was the last time, like, in memorable history that you were able to take out a loan yeah. without being able to afford to pay it back. Right, yeah. Right. The 2008 housing bubble. Right, yeah. And look where that went. Right. So you think we could look at that and see how personal finances like <laughs> went out yeah. of control because they were allowed to spend more or yeah. borrow more than they were they were bringing in, Right. and the whole freaking housing market collapsed under it. So how long before this yeah. whole freaking system collapses in this, this yeah. ridiculous bubble that we've created known as um, federal spending? Well, <laughs> I hate to beat a dead horse, but it, I mean, again, it's just leading up to this great reset that they're hoping well, for. Well, yeah, I was going to talk uh, about some sorry, of that. Sorry, sorry. No, <laughs> I, no, you're absolutely right. It's just like, um, is this intentional? Like, yeah, getting right. into how, like, is this an actual intentional thing that they're trying yeah. to do to wreck our economy? Because it seems like so many people are trying to or like the powers that be seem yeah. almost seem like they're trying to well yeah because smash our freaking that, again, economy no, no decision that has been made in the last eight months mm-hmm. has made any sense no financially or for the good of the country right you know and, and to say well once my build back better better agenda gets passed it'll be great for the american people yeah if we could just spend four and a half trillion yeah, more right. dollars yeah. then we will get this shit under control yeah. i mean that that, that yeah. that's not logic well <laughs> and, and what, what's the old saying you know it's if i can trust you with a little then i can trust you with a lot well we haven't been able to trust them with a little at right. all right well there's this one article that that is kind of bitching about um let me see if i can find it again it's kind of bitching about like in favor of completely abolishing the debt ceiling altogether yeah. because it's it talks about how uh, this is just creating austerity and the right. gop used the debt ceiling to force spending cut force spending cuts in 2011 yes that sounds like a good thing to me we should right. be right. shouldn't yeah. we should be forcing spending cuts like look you can't pay your bills you need to cut back on yeah. shit and how many much of the shit are we actually approving of right 
Right. Because if you look at like this Build Back Better, um, which I'm going to get into, again, they, they scare you with all the things like, well, then you're not going to have this. Remember, we, right. we heard Yellen talking about like, well, that, you know, mm-hmm. the, the child tax credit, if, I mean, that's going to affect the child tax credit, that $500, right. if, uh, if you don't allow this to go through. So they're, they're scaring with this with oh, all the yeah. shit. But they don't really tell us all the things that are actually in that bill besides right. the things you want to hear yeah, that, right. like, yeah. that benefit us. Yeah. So uh, this epi.org talks about abolishing the debt ceiling before it commits austerity again. It says, in a political system beset by many stupid and destructive institutions, <laughs> like the Federal Reserve, yeah, right? like the federal government in general, yeah. says the statutory limit on federal debt might be the worst, the debt limit. And it talks about how it has no coherent economic value, has no relationship to any economic stressor facing the country. I don't know how they could come up with that. Yeah. So it says, over the past 25 years... As the nominal federal debt rose from $5 trillion to $22 trillion, debt service payments required or interest payments actually went down. So um, at $5 trillion, we were paying 3% interest. At $22 trillion, we are paying one8 So that's saying it really doesn't matter if we increase because then the interest rate, it's like that's just taking that much right. longer. Like we know when we drink, like pay a little less. Yeah. Well, I guess is that... Because it says debt service payment. It says required interest payments. So is that 1.8% interest on it, or is that just the percent of payment that they're paying? That's probably the percent of payment is my guess. So the less you pay, the longer it takes to right. spend yeah. or to pay off. Talks about the overview of the debt ceiling we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Beat that horse, like you said. Um, it says the debt ceiling has no relationship to genuine economic stressors. I don't believe that. It has to. It like does. the amount of money you yeah. borrow has to yeah. affect. It, it, it's just it, it's just in terms of uh, that's so big, right? And so like expanded across the timeline that you can't possibly put it down and be like, it's going to affect this household like this. You just can't uh, comprehend it. Yeah, it's, right. Like, it's that look, big. Remember yeah. all those billion dots that we looked at? Right, like, you right, just, right. It's yeah. incomprehensible. Yeah. So just because you don't understand it or right. comprehend it doesn't mean it's not... That it doesn't affect you. Effective. Yeah. So this one here is what I wanted to talk about. It says, the debt ceiling will cause a recession if it's not allowed to bind spending in coming months. Currently, the Congressional Budget Office forecasts a budget deficit of just under 12% GDP. Uh, it talks about all these numbers. <laughs> I don't even run and read this, really. We, we don't have time to read through all this shit. Okay. But basically what it's saying is that by not leading, raising the ceiling, this is going to lead to a recession, like it right. says, which um, which in turn is going to cut spending, like payments back to us, you know, right. all the, like the, the uh, family credits and stuff like that. So are all this money that the government pumps into the economy. Yeah. Um, so... We don't raise it. We get a recession. Less money goes into the economy, um, which leads to less spending in the economy, which leads to less taxes paid next year. So they're basically saying it'll just turn into this big cycle because um, since the government isn't – we're not giving the government the possibility of pumping money into the economy, the money's not going to in turn pay as much taxes next year. So we're going to have the same issue or on steroids next year. Right. Okay, that's yeah. a cycle that shouldn't ex- have existed. We shouldn't have put ourselves in that position in right. the first place. Yeah, and so again, like you said, like they're they're kind of blaming 
you know, they're trying to say, oh, well, this is going to affect your pocketbooks. So they're trying to like personalize it when, again, this is their problem. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, I mean, it's our problem, but it's a problem that they continually create. Yeah. And they don't seem to want to get out of this. Yeah. It's like, well, we got all this debt, guys. Yeah. What, how do you want us to pay for this debt? It's like, stop taking on more fucking debt. That's right. how you yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, stop borrowing money. Uh, like we said, tighten your fucking belt up yeah. a little and right. stop spending the, the so way much. normal people do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, instead, Congress is living like all these like people you see living completely outside of their yeah. means and get it. Like I said, getting new cars yeah. on top of new cars to um, or owing being upside down on a car. But, hey, let's just I mean, you know, the car companies that just roll that onto yeah. your next car right. loan. So then you're automatically way, way upside down on that loan because yeah. you added your upside down loan on the first car that yeah. you traded in. I mean, you. You make the people of the country successful. You you raise the the GDP of of the country by raising the salaries of the people, letting them them be successful by getting the fuck out of their way, mm-hmm. running their businesses right, and then you you put a tax on them. And if they're successful, if they're making a lot of money, then even if you're taking a little bit of tax from them, then you're going to be successful as a country. Sure. Right? Yeah. And, and that's how countries do it. You know, you look at those countries that produce lots of oil, which we could do. We're not allowed to. But, I mean, those people, their GDP is through the roof. Yeah. Um, who's that finance guy? The financial, like, the financial peace guy? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, uh, Dave. Uh, Dave Ramsey. Yeah, that's him. Dave Ramsey needs to go and give <laughs> lessons to... <laughs> yeah. Janet Yellen's and the Joe Biden's yeah. and uh, the Mitch McConnell's yeah. of the world. We need Dave Ramsey at the yes. top to tell them how to manage their finances. So this is the scary point that I wanted to get into in the second half. How Joe Biden could end the debt ceiling all by himself. Uh, that is scary. Doesn't that sound like something Considering he, he would consider? dress himself. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is from Vox, and they are dead serious about all this oh, shit. I believe that Vox tends to lean that way. The first, so the subtitle here says, Minting the Trillion Dollar Coin, the 14th Amendment, and Other Ways to Finally Kill the Debt Ceiling. Stop me if you've heard this one before. In less than a month, the U.S. will hit the debt ceiling, a legal limit on how much outstanding debt the federal government can hold. Are you going to stop me? Have you heard that one before? I've heard that one before. The Democratic president and his party want to raise it, but Republicans in Congress are promising to block them. Damn Republicans. If nothing happens, the debt ceiling will be breached, and the U.S. is likely to plunge into recession. Again. Again. Scare tactics there much? Absolutely. The debt ceiling has become kind of an apocalyptic groundhog day in American life. Everyone knows that breaching the ceiling would be almost incomprehensibly bad. The specific ramifications are hard to estimate, but Beth and Bovino, chief U.S. economist at Standard & Poor's, was hardly alone in 2017 when she predicted that the impact of a default by the U.S. government on its debts would be worse than the collapse of Lehman Brothers in 2008. So now it's not just a recession. It's like way more devastating way than 2008 way. recession. So it's devastating markets and the economy. So then it goes on to talk about all the things that we talked about. Yeah. And then it gets into these insane solutions to get around this. Okay. If Because uh, ideally they want Congress to move and get, get this underway. Right. 
But if that doesn't work, there are ways around ways it. around it, yeah. as Biden likes to find. Yes. Some of these options might seem unacceptably extreme, but an absurd crisis calls for absurd solutions. That's a good start for that. That is a good one. I yeah. like that one. Unacceptably extreme, but this is okay. <laughs> so, do they not understand what the word unacceptably means? They don't understand extraordinary. <laughs> yes, that's true. It says there are at least four available to Biden, each with their own advantage and disadvantage. So these these are the four, and I'm going to talk about all four. Okay. So just in the order they say them in, the first is minting that super high value coin to fund the government. The you know the trillion dollar right. platinum coin. Yeah. That was the first. That sounds ridiculous. Number two is invoking the Fourteenth Amendment to nullify the debt ceiling. My mouse just died. Equally ridiculous. Number three, issuing more debt as the least legal option available to the Treasury, or least illegal option. So by but just just ignore the debt ceiling <laughs> oh, is the gotcha. least illegal option available to the Treasury. And that one was like hard for me to understand, so I had right. to read. The, I mean, they explained yeah. that one pretty good. So number four is creating a new class of bond to fund the government while it can't be while it can't issue treasury bonds. So there's a debt ceiling on issuing treasury bonds. So let's just come up with a new name that, for it and call know, it something else. And then we're not issuing more treasury bonds. Yeah. We're issuing like um shoe bonds or you know like um the the Biden bond. The Biden bond, yeah. So just rename it and then yeah. we can issue more. Why do you keep touching that? I don't know. Like stop yeah. it. You've knocked over <laughs> enough things today. So I'm going to move down to the explanations of these because I don't want to read everything. First, it says, um, love or hate him, Mitch McConnell is right about this much. Democrats can absolutely raise the debt ceiling on their own using the reconciliation process, which right. we talked about. Yeah. says, a decent summary of the budget reconciliation process is that Congress has to pass one piece of legislation per budget cycle with only 50 Senate votes rather than the 60 needed. So that's this re- reconciliation thing. So it's saying right. they should smash them all into one and vote on the one. Right. But again, th- they want to separate them so right. they can make um, Republicans own up for it. Right. So that's why they're not doing it. So it says, by the same token, they could and should use this clean debt ceiling bill. So they're saying they should use a clean debt ceiling bill um, to eliminate the debt ceiling altogether. Says um, the House Budget Committee Chair John Yarmuth has endorsed the idea of raising the debt ceiling to a gazillion dollars. Trendy and operative. So, guys, guys, I'm going to propose this straight up. I'm not saying let's get rid of the debt ceiling. Let's just raise it to a gaba gazillion dollars, and people are like. Yeah, that sounds like a better idea. Yeah, right, at yeah. least there's a I, I limit. Like that. Yeah. At least we yeah. won't. At least it, there's it shows some, we're being responsible. Yeah. <laughs> at least there's some kind of cap on this. Yeah. So once we get to a gazillion dollars, yeah. we'll we'll cap that off. Yeah. yeah perfect. I, I like that idea. I do too. That seems like the best option. Yeah. So let's get into these last ditch options to kill the debt ceiling if yeah. Congress doesn't do you know their, their right. job and make things happen. Um, I talked about the mint coin. It says, if you're following the news during the 2011-2013 debt ceiling crises, you'll remember this one. Way back in 2010, Carlos Mucha, a blog writer and commenter using the name Beowulf, noticed a strange federal law giving the U.S. Treasury uh, Treasury Secretary, or Yellen, Yellen. um, the power to issue platinum coins of any value that she wishes. 
The original intent behind the law um, was to make it easier to produce platinum coins for international coin collector market. So it gave her the power to make these platinum coins. You, you remember the, like, the Donald Trump coins yeah, that right. they sold? Just yeah. these like commemorative coins. But they weren't very specific about what you could use them for. Right, yeah. So that leaves this loophole where she can she can by law supposedly mint a one trillion dollar <laughs> coin. Says in 2011, Mucha revived the idea in the context of the debt ceiling standoff. The Federal Reserve, he noted, owns trillions in treasury bonds. You know the thing they have caps on. Right. The, so the government's not allowed to sell more treasury bonds so they could mint this platinum coin worth $2 trillion and buy back some of the Federal Reserve's treasury right. bonds that they own yeah. by just dropping. I want to be the guy that goes and drops the, the tr- oh, yeah, $2 yeah. trillion dollar coin. <laughs> yeah, you, you just vaguely toss it on the counter and it's like, I want treasury bonds, ding, ding, and somebody drops in and falls down a drain. Yeah, right. Shit, that, uh, was $2 trillion. Shit. <laughs> so it says... The Treasury Secretary could issue, say, a platinum coin worth $2 trillion and deposit into the Treasury's account at the Fed and use those funds to sustain the government until the debt ceiling is raised. Sound like a good idea to you? No, it sounds horrible. (laughs) The best part of the Mint Coin plan is the idea of funding the government with literally a $2 trillion coin is extremely funny. The worst part is that it's extremely funny and thus seems insufficiently serious to the U.S. government. So this guy is saying, well... They're not taking this serious, right. guys. It's and a little too ridiculous. This, no, he's he's saying it's so funny that they're not taking it right, serious. Right. But he's saying they should take this serious. Yeah. They should not take this serious. This no, sounds like a they, terrible yeah, idea. It sounds horrible. It says the legal case for minting the coin is as solid as platinum. Just ask former U.S. mint head Philip Deal or Senator Mike Lee who has introduced legislation to close the platinum coin loophole. So they, they see that this is right, possibly yeah, a problem. This, yeah. So they're trying to close this loophole. Right. says the plain text of the law clearly allows the Treasury Secretary to do this, and Jay Powell, the Fed chair, and in a past career, an expert on the debt ceiling and its dangers, is he's arguably arguably legally required to accept that coin as a deposit. Yeah, no, I could see that. But again, it, it just it, it's a massive cop out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be like, oh, we solved this problem. That's just as <laughs> shitty as the Fed's printing a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. I, it's the exact same thing. So exact same thing. The the Treasury Secretary has this power that they can that she can't print money, right. but she can mint a coin that yeah. is worth right. a gazillion dollars. Why doesn't she why not just uh, mint a gazillion dollar right? coin yeah. if we're going to do that? Might as well. Like we're going to fund the the government indefinitely with yeah. this gazillion dollar coin. Here we go. Here you go. <laughs> Take that in. It's like, I declare a gazillion dollars. <laughs> and Jay Powell looks at her and he's like, are you are you serious? <laughs> I, it's right there. A gazillion yeah, dollars. Yeah. It says it right there. Property of the United yeah. States of America. The, they're going to take that, and it's going to be like Scrooge McDuck's lucky dime, and they're going to put yes. it in a glass case in a vault. Yes, <laughs> obviously. Number two, invoke the 14th Amendment. And this one's super vague. Okay. So this is more vague. You know how they tried to say uh, the Second Amendment's super vague, yeah. and we're arguing semantics and stuff right. like that? This part of the Second Amendment, or the 14th Amendment, is way more vague. Because it says, Section 4 of the 14th Amendment passed in the wake of the Civil War and partially dealing with debts incurred in financing the Civil War specifies that the validity of public debt of the United States authorized by law shall not be questioned. That's all it says. 
the validity of public debt of the U.S. authorized by the law, which this debt is authorized by the law because right. Congress approved yeah. it. You can't question that. That's it. That's, That's what it says. Super vague. Says some legal scholars have argued that this clause renders the debt ceiling unconstitutional as it threatens the validity of the U.S.'s public debts by creating the possibility of a default. It doesn't render it, it doesn't threaten the validity. Like, we right. know the debt's there. Yeah. It's right. just you're not fucking paying for it. Right. And, and, and that's a problem because, again, you run into an issue of lack of accountability. Yeah, and, which is a big thing. The government seems to be looking for loopholes around. Yeah. is account being held accountable for the shit they do, mm -hmm. and Congress and yeah. uh, the president and everybody. It says um, this hardly is hardly a consensus position position among constitutional law experts. It says, but if Biden were to declare he was that he was ignoring the debt ceiling. Because it's unconstitutional, it's not clear that anyone would have legal standing to sue him and challenge the decision. That helped encourage a number of political actors from then-House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi to former President Bill Clinton to urge Obama to invoke the 14th Amendment during his debt oh, ceiling show. That's showdown. scary. So they, they tried to convince him to do the same yeah. thing and say, hey, I'm just following the 14th Amendment. I'm yeah. paying these debts. Right. The way debt I ceiling need to. goes away. Yep. Yeah. Number three, declare ignoring the debt ceiling to be the least unconstitutional option. So this one's the most interesting to me. So I'm going to spend a few minutes on this one. Okay. University of Florida law professor Neil Buchanan and Cornell professor Michael Dorf have in a series of papers proposed a way out of the debt ceiling that's related but distinct from the 14th Amendment option. Okay. So they note that Congress, by setting spending and tax policy as well as a debt limit, has given the president three mandates. So they set the spending, they set the tax policy to pay for it, and they set the debt ceiling, right. those three things. So now the president has three jobs he has to do. Number one, he has to spend the amount that Congress authorized because it's law. Number two, he has to tax the amount that Congress authorized because it's law. Number three, he has to issue as much debt to stay within that debt ceiling that Congress authorized. Because it's law. Because that's law. When the debt ceiling is breached, it becomes impossible for the president to obey all three at the same time, all three of those laws. And so what this is saying is that the least illegal one would be for him to break the debt ceiling. Right. It says, so it's... It says, prioritizing spending on certain activities and cutting it elsewhere usurps Congress's spending power. So, breaking the law by not right. spending it on the things that they told you to. Right. And it says, raising taxes without congressional authority would usurp Congress's taxing power. And ignoring the debt ceiling would usurp Congress's power to set debt limits. So, one way or another, right. he's going to be breaking break. the law. It says, the last option, respecting Congress's... Well, real, real quick with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the least illegal in the United States. Uh, to, according to who, though? Because right. I could say the same thing and be like, well, what about saying, no, you can't spend that. I'm not going to spend that money. Wouldn't right. I mean, who decides what's the least illegal? Well, right. Because yeah. we would think that would right. be the better option for the president to be like, we yeah. can't spend this money, so right. I'm not doing this. Right. But also, we know we also know that the, the last time that we, we did not raise the debt ceiling and we defaulted on... That our close credit, to defaulting. Close to defaulting, but our credit rating was was like dropped. Yes. Right? So what is the international implications 
of us just saying, fuck you. Um, we're going to let our, our credit rating be dropped. Mm-hmm. You know, the United States, you know, most powerful country in the world. And uh, just deal with it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Not give us money? I mean, <laughs> again, that that's kind of a shitty way to go as a country. Right. Right. Yeah. And we're just saying, fuck it. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, that like like I was saying, those three options, though, they're saying the least unconstitutional option would be ignoring the debt limit. Why is that any less constitution than ignoring the spending amount? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all unconstitutional. Why right. would that be the least con- unconstitutional? Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, that's the least the yeah the least shitty thing we could do is ignore this spending limit, and this is a lot about Congress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they did. I mean, I've never looked at it that way. Yes, they legally required him to spend X amount of dollars. That's passing the the spending bills is saying you yeah. will spend this money. Right. They're saying how much taxes are going to be required. That is law. And they're saying, but you have to stay within this debt limit. That right. is law. Who's who's fucked up here? Is it... I mean, Congress clearly is fucked up. Oh, if, yeah. If they're passing... They're making it that one way or another, something illegal has to happen here, yeah. too, because you can't follow all three of these requirements that right. they mandated. So, but again, I would prefer to see... Um, Instead of, oh, well, it's least less constitutional, unconstitutional, so ignore the debt limit. I'd prefer them to be like, guys, we don't got money. We can't spend this money. Right. And right. Yeah. they'd be like, well, it's law. We told you. Well, fuck it. Find the money then, right. and I'll yeah. do it. Exactly. Exactly. You you want this, you find me the money to get it. And then the last one was this issuing quasi-debt while the crisis plays out. And that was the whole um, where I said they would create new form of bonds because— yeah. The debt ceiling refers only to treasury bonds, yeah. so they're just going to name them something else, like special purpose bonds or or emergency crisis bonds or right. something like that. So those are the four options, and yeah. they all—it's just skirting it's, their responsibility. It is. It is. It's yeah. not even him saying, I'm going to go around Congress, because Congress fucked up, clearly. Right, yeah. I mean, yes, he is saying that, but Congress clearly fucked up. It's yeah. all of them skirting their— it is, but but it's it's Biden saying this is what I want to do. Figure out a way for me to do it, right? And and Nancy and and the other people are like, yeah, we're on this. We'll get you the money. Well, again, it's not just a Biden thing because no. a lot of oh, no, the bills. No, no. I was just pa- saying for now for this battle, right? A lot of the bills they are referring to, like I said, came from. Yeah, Donald Trump. Right. A lot of those bills came from. Oh, we're paying on shit from from Bush still. Yeah. So, I mean, probably Clinton. I know. Yeah. Well, no, Clinton was the last time we actually I was gonna ran say, black. I was going to say, Clinton actually, I mean, because he, you know, the Republicans kind of like forced him to cut the federal government by half, you know, he, he was able to kind of keep it a pretty balanced line. Yeah. But after Clinton, it just went through the sky. Yeah. Uh, like, like Yellen said back, like with those three illegal yeah. things we just talked about, like Yellen said, Figure out how to pay them before you right. impose these right. laws, not yeah. when the bills are due. And, and again, that's the one thing I think I've heard Yellen say right. that I actually can agree with. It's like the problem is if you erase the debt ceiling, which they're saying, well, this is the least legal one we can, or illegal one we can yeah. do. If you erase the debt ceiling, now it's easier to yeah. get around all these exorbitant spending bills that you were talking about. Right. 
the debt ceiling right now is not in reference to paying for three and a half trillion. Right. But if we get rid of the debt ceiling, that just unloads a whole like no no limit to spending from now on. Yeah. Because we we know we're not gonna run bump into this problem again because we got rid of the debt ceiling. Absolutely. So that's just going to make it easier for him to get around later. Right. It'll be much easier to implement a UBI. Yeah, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so they can say all they want, well, this is Trump's bill, so we gotta work but that you know they're just Working mm-hmm. up to open that door to yeah, jack the freaking debt through the the mm-hmm. roof yeah. So, a couple more points to make: the U.S., like I said, has ran a deficit every year since 1970, except for 98 to 2001. That's why I said yeah. that was the last time we were in the black was Clinton's, yeah, <clears throat> and that was probably like. What you were reading there and talking about how they kind of held Clinton responsible for that and yeah. said we, we, they forced him to make cuts. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, hey, we got back in the black. We weren't yeah, right. running a deficit for the first time since 1970. Right. For three years, we managed to stay in the black until, yeah. coincidentally, Bush. 2001. Yeah. We're on terror. Yep. Uh, and all this... Um, insane amounts of war money, yeah. like needing to be spent now. Yeah. And since then, ever since two thousand one, we've been in the red again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's what we get to work with. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're looking at here. And clearly, it's possible. And what it what it seems to take is threatening that hitting that debt ceiling and yeah. defaulting, because that's what you said forced him to. Right. Forced the Congress then right. to make some kinds uh, uh, of... Unfortunately, and I'm not a big Newt Gingrich fan, uh-huh. but Mitch McConnell is not Newt Gingrich, and no? he wants he he wants his stake. He yeah, wants he wants his, his cut. He wants his cut, and that's why he's not holding him to the fire. He's just holding him until he gets what he wants. Right. So, I mean, do, we we got to talk a little about this $3.5 trillion plan. Yeah, it, because it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, they're saying this isn't going to affect that that debt ceiling at all because right. it's going to zero itself out. It's going to, um, it's going to come around and it's going to be net zero, right? Because of tax loopholes being closed yeah. and all this shit, right? In ten years, it'll all be closed and everything will be great. Yeah. So the New York Post says uh, talks about some of the absurd things in this Build Back Better agenda bill. Um, it talks about. First generation down payment assistance giving six point eight billion dollars to low income first time home buyers with no conditions. Doesn't that sound like the the predatory loans that were like back in the leading up to the housing bubble? Yes, yes, yes. Exactly, exactly. Yes, it does. <laughs> Absurd. Home efficiency rebates. The bill offers fourteen thousand dollars to homeowners who lower energy use by installing heat pumps, air conditioning systems insulation and energy efficient appliances it's a pot of gold for homeowners who qualify in tens of billions of dollars in new business for contractors so there's there's some ridiculous money there i guess um on down it talks about it says already the bill costs far more than three and a half trillion dollars because of gimmicks because they're saying three and a half trillion dollars over 10 years right? right so all this stuff is stretched out 10 years right well it says the Democrats uh, boast about offering universal pre through kindergarten. Mm-hmm. That bill only funds that for one year. Oh, shit. So the billions of dollars that go into that is for one year, not 10 years. Well, that's not helpful. 
So this three and a half trillion dollars, you've got to take whatever, how many billions of dollars for the free pre mm -hmm. through K times that by 10. Yeah. And that similarly, it says the promise of free community college is only funded through 24. With one exception, colleges serving minorities are funding through funded through 2030. Don't most colleges serve minorities? Yeah. I don't right. know any. I don't know don't. any that say no. So you can see where they're pulling the wool over your eyes right. because a lot of these things, because they're saying, oh, it's only three and a half trillion over 10 years, but they're only funding these for a year or two years. And then they're going to come back and ask for more money after that and be like, how do you expect, how, how do you think it's going to affect people to get them accustomed to this extra money and this extra education right. and stuff? And then in a year from now, you're going to cut that off. How's that going to affect them financially when they have grown a cut, like when they have been so dependent on this? Right. And then we've talked about that. It's like once you get dependent dependent on government funding or government paying you, mm -hmm. it's really hard to get off the heroin. Right, right. And that's what this is. Like once people are on the heroin, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, it's easy to come back and be like, "You want more heroin? Mm -hmm. Like vote for me and vote yeah. for this new bill." And now that three and a half trillion dollars yeah. goes to five trillion, goes to mm -hmm. whatever because right. of the heroin. Yeah. So some shitty stuff there. Yeah. Um. I'm losing my place. <laughs> All right. Let me let me back up here. It says Okay, this this is the one I love here. This is the one where um they where they really like start to make you worry about stuff okay. like um cuz this is talking about now cutting not not the not the debt ceiling but cutting out of that 3 and a half oh, trillion. Okay. It says here's what it actually means to cut a trillion dollars from the Democrats' big social spending bill. Uh, this is from BuzzFeed. So it says, do you give up? So it's asking what, what things would should you give up on right. these things? Yeah. Because, I mean, do you? it says, do you give up on the child tax credit that helped cut child poverty in half? Or the Did it, though? Or I the mean, country's... Have we seen the numbers on that? I, I don't know, yeah. Or the country's first universal paid family leave program? Do you drop pre-kindergarten subsidies or expanding Medicare to cover vision, hearing, and dental? What if you can afford investments in green energy or expanding the Affordable Care Act, but not both? There. Cut both of those. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Says one of the top Democratic uh, priorities is universal paid family leave. Estimates peg this to be around $550 billion just for that paid family I guess I don't know leave. enough about it. That's like uh, it's allowing people to take time off for illnesses, having babies, or okay. looking and, after and sick family. The numbers. federal government pays that time rather I, than the small business. Com I I guess, or they subsidize the small business for it. Okay. But five hundred fifty billion dollars. Take that policy and add a few hundred billion to move the country towards green energy, plus around eight hundred billion to make permanent the universal child tax credit enacted. So that's the $3,600 a right. year we've talked about. Says Democrats have two choices. They can either cut out major planks of the bill or they can winnow each program down, making them skimpier and temporary to fit into the budget. Sad. If you set up programs, so this is what I was talking about, heroin. If you set up programs so they are automatically going to expire, like in a year or two right. from now, like I said, that creates the risk that they actually do expire. 
Yes, that's that's it's, how that works. <laughs> says, I think it's very problematic for Congress to create a new benefit that people come to rely on, heroin, and then a few years later, take it away. Yeah. So don't come up with those in the first place. <laughs> right. Exactly. So here's some of the, the framework for that $3.5 trillion. $800 billion goes to making the tax credit permanent which we saw that coming. Yeah. $600 billion goes to green investments. Get rid of that one. Right? $425 billion to expand ACA subsidies and Medicaid eligibility, or Affordable Care Act stuff, um, to 2.2 million people with lower incomes. $175 billion for pre-K, um, pre K, preschool and kindergarten. Yeah. Plus some funding for job training. So, yeah, those are the things they point out. They don't break this down as much as they should. No, no, not at all. There, there's a lot of money there that's unaccounted for. Yes, they they really dig into the things that right. we want to hear. Like, right. oh, that, that helps me? That's going to benefit me? Yeah, I don't want to get rid of that. Let's let's take a look at that $3.5 trillion, or $2.3 trillion American Jobs Plan. So you got both plans here. So you got the $1 trillion right. plans. Where'd it go? There's a couple things here. So you got the $1 trillion um, bipartisan plan, infrastructure bill. or No, that's half a billion. But that talks about roads and bridges. It actually sounds like infrastructure, like a right. bill, like hundred billion should. to like roads and bridges, hundred billion to public transit, seventy-three billion to power infrastructure, sixty-five billion for high-speed internet. I don't see how internet companies yeah, need right. the government's hand. They've been doing fine as a private entity right. for a very long time. Exactly. And there's high speed internet literally everywhere. Yeah. And if you want it yeah. $65 billion, it says... All right, so cut that one out. Uh, it says, inspired by historic effort to electrify American homes almost 100 years ago, this plan aims to connect every American with reliable high-speed internet. The White House says this framework will lower service prices and close the digital divide. Um, we got clean drinking water, airports, and additional programs, like environmental and safety right. and stuff, yeah. buses, all that stuff. Amtrak. So here's the $3.5 trillion one. This is infrastructure agreement. It's still labeling this as infrastructure. Okay. $726 billion to fund pre-K through for three- to four-year-olds. Seven hundred twenty-six billion. Didn't the last thing say like one hundred twenty-five billion? Yeah, yeah. This one's saying seven hundred twenty-six billion. Okay. Three hundred thirty-two trillion or billion. Sorry, getting my That's numbers right. mixed up. Three hundred thirty-two billion to create and preserve affordable housing. One hundred ninety-eight billion to finance domestic manufacturing of clean energy and auto supply chain technologies. How much? One hundred ninety-eight billion. Hmm. Uh, one hundred thirty-five billion to fund agriculture conservation. Drought and forestry programs. Again, not infrastructure. Yeah. Um, hundred billion to seek lawful permanent status for qualified immigrants. Huh. How is that infrastructure? That's not infrastructure. Hmm. That's anti-infrastructure. So. Uh eighty-three billion to invest in technology and transportation. Sixty-seven billion to create clean energy technology accelerator to fund low-income solar and other climate-friendly technologies. $37 billion to electrify the federal vehicle fleet. Hmm. So all yeah. federal vehicles will be electric. Yeah. That's infrastructure. 
$25 billion to provide small businesses access to credit investment and markets. Um, then down at the bottom, it says $18 billion to upgrade the VA facilities. Does any of that really sound like infrastructure? No, no. I get that they need to be done, but they're packing them into this right. bill. Yeah, and claiming it's infrastructure. And they're saying, but then they turn around to that last article and say, well, guys, what do we cut? How right. do we cut a yeah, trillion right. dollars out right. of this? It when, seems pretty obvious to yeah. me. <laughs> right. You would think so. Yeah. It says, for reference, the Congressional Budget Office projects the federal budget deficit will reach $3 trillion in fiscal year 21 and average $1.2 trillion per year from 22 to 2031. So another $1.2 trillion every year for the next 10 years. Yeah. So that's sounding like $10 yeah. trillion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. On top of the $3.5 trillion, so you're, you're probably closer to A about lot. $15 trillion. A lot. Yeah. You should note that this estimate is based on assumptions and that the current tax and spending laws remain the same. Currently. Yes. So when you see them say things like, this, this is something that you, that you should understand. When you see them say things like, well, do you want to cut Social Security? Let's, let's move back to the, the debt ceiling here. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is going to affect that debt ceiling. Right. All this ridiculous spending is the reason why that they want to raise that debt ceiling in the yeah. first place. But then going back to the debt ceiling, when you see Janet Yellen saying, well, what about Social Security? Right. What about... Um, uh, what were the other things that like veterans' health and right. or like yeah. the military right. pay? Military pay and yeah. Do you know that tells me that those priorities are at the bottom of oh, their absolutely. list? Absolutely, absolutely, there. Because those are the first things they're going to fucking cut. Absolutely, they would rather pay yes. to study bees in like freaking South Asia yeah. than pay veterans. Because if, if they're using those as bargaining chips, those are yeah. the bottom of their priority yeah. list. Yeah, and I mean when you consider that, whenever they've needed extra money. It's usually Social Security that they take it from. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, the whole thing. It's like, well, uh, do you want to? I mean, do you really want to take from yeah. Social Security? You mean the thing you've been fucking doing since yeah, Social Security exactly. existed? Yeah. Because if I took the money that I put in Social Security and invested that, I'd be a fucking multimillionaire oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. by the time I retire. But if you if you want to if you want to privatize it and you want that money, well, that you're trying to kill Grandma. <laughs> yeah, obviously. You want Grandma to eat dog food? Yeah. Um. So. We always talk about the what ifs. You kind of brought this up. Yeah. What if, like you said, they're intentionally doing this? Right. Because we talked last week about the shipping crisis and how it seems to be leading us towards an economic collapse. Mm -hmm. And now we're talking about the debt ceiling, which, if we don't meet this, it could lead to economic collapse. Mm -hmm. First of all, what if, because... The administration hasn't come out and talked about the shipping crisis really no. at all. They no. haven't addressed that at all. No. It's like they're completely ignoring it. Yeah. What if they're pushing the the lines for this debt ceiling so maybe the economy will take a dip? Or, or no. So when the economy takes a dip for the shipping crisis, mm -hmm. they can point out and be like, this is the Republicans' fault for not raising the debt ceiling. Absolutely. And never have to address the fact that um, the, the shipping crisis or the yeah. supply line crisis at all yeah yeah i mean it'd be easy to do just be like well guys let's just let's just fuck around and and just scream about the debt ceiling and all the recession that's going to yeah. cause and then when the economic recession actually hits because of the supply lines yeah. we can point the fingers 
at the Republicans for right. not doing their job. I mean, what, what they're doing, yeah, they're they're creating a situation that is again going to be like a perfect storm, right? Where you got you got very high gas prices, you got um, poor shipping lines, right? Mm-hmm. Poor supply lines. You got um, you got this stagnation because of lack of workforce. Super high inflation. Super high inflation. Yep. And then you got rising energy cost, rising food cost, and now you're gonna you're gonna implement something that's going to create this recession. Mm-hmm. And so it's all gonna be teetering, and all it's gonna take is like a little 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 needle to fall down onto the scale, and the whole thing's gonna blow to shit. And then they're gonna all start pointing fingers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like Biden came out this week and basically said anybody who opposes his build back better plan are complicit in America's yeah. decline. Well, and, and he's been saying and he's saying that anti vaxxers are yeah. are hurting the economy. Right. And so it's like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they blame anything for every, any yeah. anyone for anything. Yeah. When in reality, they're causing all these problems. Absolutely, they are. Absolutely, they I are. I mean, it's a freaking shit show, and yeah. they, I, it's just like the freaking um, the border crisis. I, I yeah. mean, yes. I, uh, yeah, I forgot yeah. to even mention the border crisis. Yeah, everybody's pointing there. fingers at, yeah. at Trump for causing the border crisis when they haven't done a goddamn thing to yeah. fix the border crisis, right? And only probably done things to make things worse. I mean, and then we have them fighting tooth and nail for this debt ceiling because if we don't take on more debt, we're going to everything's going to collapse and um, it's going to affect your pocketbooks. And then, well, we got to spend this three and a half trillion dollars because if not, then you're supportive of America's decline here. Yeah. When even like your own senators like this Joe Manchin. Mm hmm. Is saying this three and a half trillion dollars is insane. Yeah, this is fucking insane. There's no reason. Like Democrats are saying this is insane. Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. There's an issue here. There's mm-hmm. a spending. We are. We've lost our freaking minds Absolutely. when it comes to spending. Yeah, and absolutely. And all lost Joe it. says, well, we if, as soon as we pass my my green jobs bill and my Build Back Better, it, it's going to help millions of Americans to survive. Right. And it's like, dude, you can't you can't do the smallest thing right. You can't keep oil flowing. You can't keep supply lines going. <laughs> right. And you want us to to pass this massive bill that you got going to on. To give that's you gonna... more money to mishandle? Yeah, so you can fuck that up too? <laughs> it's like, would it, I mean, is it fair to ask, would it be so bad if we defaulted? Yeah. I, I think I'm, maybe we need to. Would it be so bad? Because that would, A, majorly prioritize our spending. Yeah. Like I said, if our credit rating goes down, that just limits how much we can borrow. Yeah. It's going to cut back some of those task force we talked about, all those uh, um, those committees and subcommittees and sub-subcommittees yeah. and, and um, all these studies of studying and voting on things and how people it, – it's, it's going to streamline this yeah, process right. back to what it should be. Right. Which is needed. Streamline some of these alphabet agencies like the FBI, the CIA, yeah. the freaking T- yeah. TSA, NSA, all all of them. Stream, yeah. Like how many thousands, hundreds of well, thousands and, of people? And, and make them function within the constraints of a budget. Right. Instead of the sky's the limit. It's like some things just don't need government funding. No. Like the internet, for example. Yeah. Look at – or like space. Space exploration – 
We have privatized space yeah, exploration right, that's right. doing way better than NASA yes. has done in the last yes. 60 years. Yeah. They've sent two two separate companies have sent people into yeah. outer space, and NASA hasn't been able to do that in yeah. how long? Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. It's like there's so much redundancy out there and inefficiency. It's like repurpose NASA to focus on green energy if it's that big of a right. You know, instead of trying to send people to fucking Mars, right? Nobody cares. I mean, freaking uh, Elon Musk is on it. Oh yeah, he's he, got he's, it. He's got the market on Fuck, going to Mars. Fucking William Shatner's about ready to shoot into space. <laughs> right, which, I mean, the private sector can handle this yes. stuff. The government does not have to fund some of this stuff. No. So if we did default on some of this, it would make us realize. Yeah, that's kind of like. My, in in the military during wartime, there's ridiculous amounts of money coming in. Oh yeah, and they're spending money on, um, so they like pay to train us to work on roads, like not me, but like there's <laughs> people that actually build roads in the military. Yeah, but then they hire subcontractors to come in and actually build the roads on base. So right. it's kind of redundancy going on there. Yeah, during peacetime. There's troop drawbacks, mm-hmm. and then they really streamline the shit that they are yeah. allowed to buy. And it's just like, guys, we can't buy 50 of this thing right now. Like, they become yeah. way more efficient during peacetime because there's not all that ridiculous war money coming exactly. in. And that's what why it would be not that bad if we defaulted and had to, or had to take, what was it, extraordinary measures? Yeah. Extraordinary measures, like, fucking cut spending. Yeah. Like, streamline your spending. Yeah. Like, take an audit of all the employees that work for you and say, is there people that, can can you do his job and your job? Because right. you seem like you're sitting around texting a lot. So can you do both? Can we, like, um, combine the two right. jobs? Yeah. And John's like, yeah, um, one person could definitely do both our jobs. Like, all right, good, John, go home. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And yeah. hire the person that's not sitting on their phone all the yeah. time. Um, so, again, like like I said, streamline. Um, cut out things that shouldn't be funded by the government. Yeah. Again, it's not just a one-sided thing. Like this has been going on for eternity. Oh, Trump yeah. raised it. It was seven point eight trillion. Is what what yeah. Trump raised it, not Obama's eight point oh, okay. six. So Obama still but, beat him. Yeah. But Trump though promised to get us back in the black. Do you remember? Oh yeah. During yeah. his his campaign, he's yep. just like, I'm gonna get us. I'm gonna get us back on track. We're, we're gonna pay off, pay down all the debt, the biggest debt, yeah. and we're gonna be back in the black within, I don't know, I don't yeah. know, four years or whatever. Right. He just increased the debt. Right. He's the one that pumped out the stimulus bills. He's the one that shut down the economy. Right. He's the one that caused a lot of the shit to start right. with. This, yeah. with the help of Mitch McConnell. Right. Right. Absolutely. And all the other Republican congressmen. So it's not just Democrats that like to spend shit tons of money. Let's let's not forget Bush Jr., (laughs) who shot us through the the roof on debt, too. And shot us into Afghanistan through the roof. Um, Again. So, no, it's to to use the words of Joe Biden, it's a pandemic of the galactically stupid serving in our government. (laughs) And that's all it is. It is. And it it is the culture of our government that they don't know how to fucking spend a dollar. Yeah, well, you look at their spending bills, and, like, they list, like, four things in there. It's like, oh, there's just this, this, and this, and this. Do you want to cut any of them? It's fucking, like, 1,200 pages. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. You can't tell me they can't cut down some yeah. shit in there when they're all throwing their own pork into this. It's like, no. Oh, yeah. No, I'm yeah. not going to vote on a yeah. three and a half trillion until you put this in here and that yeah. in there. That's that's oh, how yeah. it is. Right. It's not the senator from from Iowa where 
you know, you got uh, some um, some local, uh, you know, cable company willing to throw or not, you know, throw like them five million dollars right. if they can th- slip this in the bill. Right. You know, all the re- the the worst part that removing the debt ceiling is going to do is it just removes all fiscal responsibility. Yeah, right. Which we already have a problem with. Yes. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I say that as loosely as possible. Whatever fiscal responsibility yeah. you can possibly justify and say that we still have, remove the debt ceiling, that's all gone. Yeah. It's just like, that's all fair game now. Yeah, we absolutely. can spend whatever the hell we want to because there's no ceiling like capping yeah. that off. We can just borrow money on top of money. And then if that becomes a problem, we can just print more money or yeah. mint silver coins or do whatever we got to do. Yeah. I mean, there's no... Accountability, no. as you were saying, and, yeah. no responsibility. And, and I'm I'm so fucking tired of this the elitist political class that just takes your 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 money that you you know from taxation and puts it towards shit yeah. because they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> the same people are the ones that if you go like into debt through college, like oh, yeah. federal loans, federal college loans, they'll come get that money like that, oh, fuck and they'll be like, yeah. they'll what? take it out of your taxes. Oh, you don't think you need to pay your bills yeah right you don't think that uh yeah. like why wouldn't you pay your bills you need to be responsible yeah <laughs> so shitty yeah it's, it's like mom telling you not to smoke while she's walking outside smoking <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like smoking's very bad for you don't yeah. ever do it ever. <sighs> yeah. so that's all i got that's a lot do you got anything i mean this is I, like it, it pisses me off to talk about it <laughs> it does it really does and again, we don't understand it fully, yeah. but I think we have enough common sense to realize that if you're way fucking in debt, the last thing you should do to pay that debt is take on more debt right. while proposing some of these insane spending things. Yeah, right. Yes, I get that there are probably good shit in here, and those are the things that they threaten you with. It's just like... Well, yeah, obviously... Would you um, say 10% of it's probably good shit, and the probably. rest of it's just shit? Yeah, it's just like, well, you liked the tw- yeah. $3,500 checks, right? Right. Or you like to pay veteran benefits, right? Like, you support those. Again, the fact that they bring those up as their, mm-hmm. their carrot they're dangling right. means those are the ones that they are willing to sacrifice oh, absolutely. when budget cuts yeah. come. Yeah, Those like, are the yep. first ones that get the axe when budget cuts yeah. come. So no, they don't fucking care about you and your Social Security benefits yeah. or your veterans' benefits because those are the ones they're willing to axe when mm-hmm. cut budget cuts come around. Yeah, yeah. That's your government loves you so much. Yeah. They are willing, they, they just want to take care of you, but when... When their their money pit gets threatened, mm-hmm. they're just gonna cut you off. Yeah, right. As, as quickly as they picked you up. Yeah, they so, love you that much. Yep, the government loves you. You should <laughs> support them spending your money. Yeah. How do do we fix this? I I know it's gonna get oh, increased. The yeah. the debt ceiling's going up. Oh, it is. It is because again, Mitch McConnell's gonna get something that he wants. Yeah, and. Uh, and you know maybe they'll give them the House of Representatives. You know yeah. they'll be like, yeah, okay, we'll we'll give up, we'll give you the House of Representatives, yeah. but we're keeping the Senate. Yeah. And then they'll make their little deals, and then yeah, the debt will go up, and in about three years, it's going to happen again. Well, it almost makes you wonder: do they intentionally flip back and forth every two years so um, they can so the Republicans can Probably. raise the spending, but then it flips in two years when the bill comes up too, yeah. and then. Um, 
the Democrats can point back and be like, well, you're the one that um, raised this. Yeah. But then while they're in it, they're raising the debt right, a couple trillion more. And then in two years, it flips yeah. and Republicans are now left with the bill yeah. and want to raise it. And they're like, no, that's just on, this is on the Democrats. And they just go back and forth when yeah. it comes time to pay the bill. I, it almost makes you wonder if it's intentional. It's just yeah. like, well, if we like they, they worked out this shitty agreement that both sides now are working together so yeah. they can be like, you know, if we're in this together, we can raise this indefinitely and then just every two years flip it and we there can point go. fingers at each other. I can see that. And blame each other and we can just keep kicking this can yeah. further, as they like to call it. Right. Yeah. You know, another thing they can do is they can sue the shit out of China for releasing a pandemic on the world. Yeah. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I think it's about time to get out of here on that note, because that could go, <laughs> we could go hours on that, too. Yeah, I know. That's the glass debt ceiling for you. So, yes. In our limited knowledge. America. That is scary shit. Yeah. And it's not going away. It's yeah. just, I mean, the debt ceiling's probably going away, because yeah, that's yeah. the... But the again, thing most do, of them are proposing is do let's, you really want Yellen or Biden in charge of raising the debt li- or any president that comes after that? I mean, do you nobody? I don't no, want any of them. No, none of them should. No, because the debt limit was the debt ceiling was so Congress didn't have to approve every single spend right. like debt that was acquired. Yeah. So they put the debt ceiling on there so the debt could just acquire mm-hmm. to pay for things up to X amount. Yeah. Well, now we get rid of that and now the debt can just accumulate to pay mm-hmm. off whatever we want without yeah. anybody giving two shits where it's coming from. Absolutely. So it's funny because Janet Yellen was the one that's like, we got to figure out how we're paying for it before yeah. the bill comes up too. But then she's also saying, but then we should get rid of the mm-hmm. debt ceiling so that yeah. we get further. She knows. She yeah. knows. Oh, she I does. mean, she's she did the schooling. She yeah. knows all about economics. Right. But she also is in a position of power right. placed there by Joe Biden and she has a job to do and that's right. to make sure his his agenda is fulfilled. Yes. That's all it's about is yeah. hey we and I think she even said a few weeks ago that the infrastructure bill does not go through unless mm-hmm. the debt ceiling's raised. Basically it's dead on arrival unless yeah. we raise the debt ceiling. So and I couldn't even find articles about that this week. So oh, it's okay. almost like they erased it oh, out I'm of history. Sure. I'm so, sure. So it's so they could say, well, that's not why we're right, raising right. the debt ceiling, yeah. even though she was the one that said that. Mm-hmm. We got to get out of here. We are well over our time limit. Um, once again, this lasted a lot longer than I thought I was going to be able to talk. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even have a happy ending for this. Or it, like, it, it, Well, it's not because it's just it's something that's been around for a long time and it it's not going anywhere. No, and it has the potential to just uh, completely again, derail yeah. our economy. Right. And and again, it, it's the culture of our political system. Yes. And it's uh, until there's somebody who can rebuke it and, and change that, it, it's, it is what it is, unfortunately. Check us out all over social media. Like I said, support us, share shit around because people need to talk about this kind of thing. People need to talk about how our economy's going down the fucking yeah. tube. And maybe it should go down the tube. Maybe that's what we deserve. Yeah. And maybe we do need to hit that fiscal freaking ceiling. Yeah. I mean, may- maybe we need a a start from ground zero. A great reset? I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I, I, I went for ground zero on purpose. I think <laughs> that's probably where this is. They're, they're trying to I know. send this anyway. Yeah. Because even... I forgot to say. Sorry. 
even the World Economic Forum has come out and said, uh, the U.S. has a lot of fucking debt, yeah. and they're just getting more and more debt, and yeah. this is insane. So yeah. you think if they're coming out against our yeah. insane spending, maybe we're doing something wrong, or maybe they're going to turn around and suggest, well, maybe what they should do is turn it off and turn it back on exactly. <laughs> and reset it. Exactly. That's where this is going. It is. Social media, everywhere. Check us out. Share the shit. We'll catch you here live next week, same time, 7 Central Time. Do not forget, because we love to do this for you. So we want to keep it going and keep this thing getting bigger and better. So share the shit all over. Support us. If you want to support us more financially, um, you can uh, go to our store at breakthebell.bigcartel.com and buy some T-shirts and shit. Otherwise, uh, you can join our Patreon program at patreon.com slash breakthebell and sign up at different levels and get bonus content and other fun shit so support us mostly first and foremost just listen to us and share us around we love you for it uh we'll catch you here next week goodbye peace the break the bell podcast is brought to you by you so pat yourself on the back because without you we would be talking to ourselves a special thanks to our patreon members remzo and justin A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell, or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week, and let us continue to invade your ear holes, and as always, never stop talking.